Um, BT. This is my point. For, from that, yeah, it's a hundred percent. No, but African Americans are ignorant to Africans anyway. So. Hey, I'm I'm part African American, so watch your team there. But I'm half of that, you know. This is complex as well. Hello guys and welcome to a new episode of Don't Let The Stands. You're here today with your hosts, Yves McKenzie and... Nick Terrell. And Shopper. And we have a guest today who Nick is going to introduce. So we've got Smooth Fuego in the building, DJ, host, presenter, everything. Too many things. Too many hats. <laughs> but he has a special area which is R&B and he loves to report and uplift the UK acts um, from across, not even just London, Birmingham particularly as well, Manchester, wherever you name it, wherever there's a buzz in R&B in the UK, he's there uplifting the culture. Was on BBC One Extra multiple times, the grapevine, etc. And it's just all around killing it. Does DJ sessions as well, which is why he's in London too this weekend. Okay. And he's killing it. So how are you today? I'm all right. Just tired from my long journey from all over the place. It's weird though, because it's not actually that far, but because I had to go from Birmingham to London, mm-hmm. then across London, then across London again. It's like- It's, it's a bit a, mad. London yeah. is a bit crazy. Trust me. But it's too expensive for me. I'm not rich like you lots. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. Um, <laughs> London's a struggle. Um, <laughs> I almost cried because I had to pay 20 pound for a ticket today. A man saying rich, you know. You know what's, you know what's crazy? Yeah. You know when you're evaluating budgets yeah. and all sorts like- You know what's crazy? For that 20 pound for a ticket, if I time it right, I could get to London and back to Birmingham. Really? For yeah. 20 on? Well, 16. That's the cheapest I've had. Oh, mm. right. Is that um, super off-peak so you can go back whenever? Yeah, it's off-peak and some people, not me because I'm a law-abiding citizen, but I've, I hear that some people's, <laughs> some people's return tickets don't get stamped as well, so they use it mm. multiple times. Ah, okay. Ooh, We're going to we cut live. that out for yeah. the people <laughs> that are, you know, bumping trains. You know, <laughs> you know. finesse, all of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll get into more with you later in terms of interviews, but yeah. you'll be joining the show and obviously putting your interruptions with the news and what you think and all that kind of stuff. So it would be great. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, back to Eden. And No, I was just going to say how's everyone doing like is everyone good everyone good you know this week been good okay all right nick they can't hear a nod exactly and they know who i'm speaking to as well but nick how is everything's good in your capitalism right Yep, same old, same old. Okay, Nick. <laughs> um, yeah, this week's been good, man. Um, been doing a lot of work, a lot of visits and stuff like that. So it's been good. Um, in terms of music, a lot of new music Fridays, uh, a lot on the agenda for new music Friday. So it was good. Um, still haven't listened to everything. Um, got an article out on Clash, which was great. Um, let's, really give, let's, that. let's give Nick a round of applause, please. <laughs> I'm dead. You guys have been killing this shit. Like, oh, well done, Nick. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, it's an Ari Lennox review. Um, you know we showed love last week, so if you want to read that, it's on Clash. Um, but yeah, apart from that, same old, same old. Good week. Um, went to Nell's um, book launch, actually. Think Like a White Man, I believe the book's called. Um, need to cop that when I get paid as well. Um, but yeah, really good book launch at the House of Commons. Really unique 
kind of book launch I'm setting and um, the girls from Stay In Your Lane were actually hosting it. So really good event, good function and yeah. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. My week was actually pretty calm. Nothing eventful happened at all, but it was thankfully a week without like stress, without like work taking the piss. It was actually really like, it was really good this week. I can't really complain. Um, But the one thing that I kind of wanted, I've been thinking about bringing to this episode Mm -hmm. was um, our conversation last week. We were speaking about club events, Mm. music and stuff like that. And now we've got a DJ. I was literally, yeah on the podcast so I don't know if you've did no pressure you don't have to say you've listened to the episode or anything yeah but last week we spoke about how in clubs they don't play the songs that people necessarily want to hear they just play kind of actually they they play the like popular songs like you'll hear a lot of Mm. Drake you'll hear a lot of um you know Kiki and like all that type of stuff but when it comes to the actual bangers like Chope was saying last episode um he threw in a few he said he would like you said Mary J Blige and some people you would prefer Nick said some people like um who did you say last week again? Just like future sounds like Gold Link, et cetera, et cetera. People who I wouldn't hear. Even Amine, haven't heard him in a club actually yeah. in the UK. Um, just different sounds, you know, a bit of funk, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Different eras, different genres, um, past, present. Um, Shoppe was making the point, not everyday trap as well. So um, yeah, just less commercial songs and like introducing the crowds. Cause DJ culture, I actually did research on this as well. That's how you break songs in Atlanta. Like that's how they broke songs. Ella May, we're speaking about this as well. Part of the reason her song um, "Booed Up" blew up as well was DJs and introducing that to the American market. So not even just Atlanta. That's just historically what DJs have been for across the music industry. You break yeah, songs yeah, yeah, yeah. on radio. You break songs in clubs, mm. in parties, and then it goes beyond. Takes notice. Mm. And it just—it's like you're testing the waters. Will this song, if it pops in the club, it pops. Um, it pop, well, it's likely to pop everywhere else. And yeah, I went back to a noisy documentary about Atlanta, and that's where they were saying um, in the late two thousand, uh, the zeros, um, like Gucci Man and all that kind of stuff. That's where his songs started to pop off oh, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, it's really interesting that um, nowadays it's not as in here in London what we were talking mm. about it's not a sought after that mm. taste making almost and this is the new track this is the new thing and DJ um, Target who I was saying last week when I went to that event was really great at curating that mix of um, new sounds and old sounds and specific eras so yeah back to what you were talking about was smooth no but it was just really the question I kind of wanted to ask is is there something we're not seeing like because obviously we go to a club and we just experience the music we're not necessarily the curator or the person who's putting on because it is a show like a DJ is putting on a show when they're, mi- yeah. when they're mixing songs together and stuff like that so is there like a reason that you that DJs usually kind of play the same type of sets when they go to events and stuff or well, one of the main reasons because I'm sure all of you probably follow DJs on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and you get all the DJ rants all the time but they don't do nothing about it which even though they may be talking truth like that's you need to make a difference for it that's why I do DJ lessons because of the fact now you've got um, programs like Serato people are using Sync so literally they just have their laptop and then they're just mm. going and doing sets mm. and then even these people that are doing sets they're not content with like when I started I had to do like the warm up set where I'm playing to the bar stuff basically oh, like no okay. one's there yet that's how you learn and then as you but get but that's bigger, usually the up. better music yeah I know mm. but, but, <laughs> that's usually but, the better music but literally that's how you start and then you go up and as you get bigger you get the main set these mm. like straight to main set literally their bridging's doing a rave facts they come <laughs> no that's literally what it is their no, bridging's yeah. bridging doing a rave um They've got top 10 tunes on their laptop. They've had no DJ experience, nothing. Mm-hmm. Bam, main set. Oh. And even 
to a point where they're almost even some of the ones I've trained they'll be like okay I'm going to give you a chance and get you on a warm up set and they're still like oh that's boring no, I want to do the main set that's why you hear it like 10am mm. 10am 10pm and you're hearing like Tatiana or flipping Gunley and Keisha and Becky mm. or Road, all of them it's like mm. they'll play like the main bangers early and they've done all of the songs by it's not even 12 yeah. mm. and they've done it and that's um and that's why I did DJ lessons because one thing I found because they're so quick and go straight to doing the hype sets, they haven't had like any type of mentor mm-hmm. in those ways. Like me and the generation above me, mm-hmm. when we started DJing, there was always like, oh, this DJ we look up to, like people who've helped me, people like Reggie Styles, um, Chris Essence, mm-hmm. even DJs looking up to like EZ, um, Scotty B. Like I saw these DJs and I kind of studied them and like, ah, oh, I want to be like them. And even like Reggie, Chris and all of them, they showed me how to kind of play. They showed me, okay, you play this genre at this time, we do this, blah, blah. But now everyone's just rushing and going straight to it. They, they've got yeah. nobody to help them. That's why when I do my lessons, I, I don't only teach how to DJ, I teach like the fundamentals, like what mixes with what, what genres will have these BPMs. Mm. Um, mm, there's all crucial. of those things. That's and that's what I do. And also with the breaking new music that's also a part of it um mm. i won't go straight into i'll talk about my event later but yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with my 360 event like the whole event i only played r&b from 2019 to 2018 mm. nothing oh. else like because the point of it is to break like i've got new r&b artists there why am i playing 2000s or 90s and that was the, that was the but, specific do you know what I mean? but that's not the, like the issue i have Per se, like no, no, that, that's that's a different type of event. Yeah. Not not for the club night thing, but I'm just I'm just yeah. saying for like that because it's specific. Yeah, that's what your brand was. Yeah. That's what you're trying and to do. And also like other ones I've seen, they're doing R and B shows. They're playing <clears throat> Migos and Bashment. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, some, it yeah, it, like because, because they're just playing it safe. Yeah, they're scared. Yeah, but I've always yeah. been like known for trying to break in new tunes. That like, even have. if I do like a dancehall set. I can be playing in the most commercial place you've ever seen. I play your typical like fiesta rhythms and all of them bait ones. Then I just a slipping a little something in between mm, as I'm juggling. And that's how you do it. And like it. the couple of people that are there that know they're like, yo, <laughs> my man there. Yeah, and, like, song, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah. and like the other ones are like, yeah, yeah. they don't notice because you're mixing so fast mm, and you fit in between. Mm. Because people are so scared to play something new if they lose the crowd. Mm. And because they have no experience and nobody's taught them, they think if they lose the crowd, they've lost it. Yeah. With me, I don't care if I'm playing like one, two tunes and it loses them, I can bring them back. Yeah. There's another mm-hmm. tune. There's so many tunes that when I said with that, um, with my 360 event, uh, 2018, 2019 R&B, in that crate, I had 300 songs. Mm. Raw. Exactly. 300 songs I had to pick from. Even when you're hearing classics, yeah. Somebody goes, yeah, I'm going to do a 90s, 2000s set. I can tell you exactly what they're going to play. Facts. Like, this, this is the thing. You're not like, going down. Exactly. Well, let's, let's name I a few really tunes. Want. What songs would you... Like, if you got your 90s, you're going to get um, Jade, Don't Walk Away. You're yep. going to get... Which this. is a banger, to be fair. You know what? No, yeah. but like, give me the itches, the songs that I want to hear. Like, yeah. give me that. As like the R&B guy here, yeah. like, that's my, yeah. my thing. Like... There's so many banging songs from that era. Trust so me. like Trust so me. many. Yeah. But you said Jade Walk Away. You're gonna hear next wifey. You're gonna mm-hmm. hear Facts. next gonna Facts. hear next too close. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hear Brandy I Wanna Be Down. And like yeah. even just going for those eyes, <sighs> next have other songs. Mm-hmm. Brandy has catalogs, other songs, you know. <laughs> Um, or you're going to hear, let's say... SWV. SWV. Yes, SWV. SWV. The ones. I'm yeah, so into ones. you. That's yeah. it. And SWV right here well. have right. other songs. Mm. 
Can we play anything sometimes? Mm. Can we play Can We? Miss, you're going to hear the same Aaliyah song, mm. One in a Million. That's all you're going to hear. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Like, like, yawn, yawn. Because to put it yawn. in perspective, yeah, like with my playlist with 360 RB, I'm only doing RB each week. Um, I do it every Friday. I just do latest 50 tracks. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of slacking a bit now because I'm a little bit busy, but yeah, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, latest 50 tracks. Every week, I get an average of 30 songs. For, that's every week. Mm, do you know what I mean? Uh, These people are saying they're doing a 2000s or a 90s set. That's a whole decade, you know? Yeah. That's Bear 30 tunes. songs in a week. Yeah. And like, even from then, there could be like three to five big tunes. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. It's like, you've got a whole decade mm. to pick between. And you're doing the same 10, 20 songs. Mm. Like, it's dead. It's and boring. You, and it's literally like, you hear it everywhere. Every like, time. when mm. I'm in London, when I was at uni, when I visited my friends on uni, it'd be mm. literally the same songs mm. and that's why i say m- most of my best clubbing experiences dj experiences have been in events which were niche audiences mm. so when i went to afropunk the dj's there like there was one dj who played exclusively like 70s funk and 80s music mm. there was another guy who was playing all the future stuff that nick was talking about there was another guy who played i just a reggae set not dancehall a reggae set mm. like afropunk but every year i've gone i've heard the most diverse dj sets and, lo- and uh, yeah festivals in general to be honest because those are you know those are events for music lovers they're not like mm. a club just go over there to get drunk with your friends or whatever and just have a good time so do you think that's a difference then so should we say that people that want to discover new music shouldn't go to the club? I'm not saying no. There's no. certain no, club not, events that are for discover- music lovers. For me, it's mm. not about discovering the music. My issue is that peop- DJs act as if there aren't other songs in the world. Yes. <laughs> That's, so even when it comes to like big hits or song or artists that are like popping right now, <coughs> you just don't. They don't think like when I said the whole Beyonce Crazy in Love thing. Beyonce has other songs mm. that you can play in the club it's not everyday crazy in love mm. even drake too even though he's like played everywhere every night you can hear him somewhere he has other songs that you can play mm. aside from in my feelings start from the bottom mm. and fucking headlines like there's other songs he has there so even and even like, like we always see on twitter these artists that clearly black tour is loving like why aren't we hearing gold link why aren't we hearing scissor why aren't we hearing he said amino like People people do know these songs because mm-hmm. people go to their shows mm. when they when they tour here and they're packed out. Mm. Why aren't you playing these songs in your sets? But from what it sounds like, it sounds like you're saying, Fuego, you're saying it's basically fear. Is that it's, basically what? Where yeah, it is? it's fear and it's lack of experience. Because even when they come there, like they're scared to lose the crowd. Because if they lose the crowd, they don't know how to get them back because mm. they've never experienced it. And also, it's they Trying don't improvement. Know, I know, mm-hmm. but they don't. They just literally but this, in need to this go straight era, into it. What, what, what you're saying um, as well sounds like this era as well. Like what would the move? It is more in? this era because they're jumping into it. Yeah. Because anybody can say yeah. they're a DJ now. In Facts. Those but also pacing as well. Because say, like they, they gotta realize it's a marathon, not a sprint. So say if they've got a set and they're doing all night straight away, like they'll go ten o'clock playing drill hmm. like when the club's open or whatever they've played all of the main Who hits does before that? Tw- because you'd be surprised it. Mm. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen some stuff and it's like even when I'm playing like I know to pace myself and I know I'm not even gonna really touch main hypeness till about 1231 mm. if that do you know what I mean but they're like saying oh, I've played the hype stuff and I'm like nah it's too early mm. it's too but early even that, that's another thing people hear mm. that and they want it for the whole night 
So this is what, in my experience, this is what usually happens. You can yeah. hear old school R and B and hip hop. You're gonna hear the latest hip hop and R and B songs, and it'll be there'll be Afro beats and dance for, for the next five hours. Mm. It's like and like Nick said, can we have different eras? Can we have different mm. genres? Can we go back and forth? Mm. Go back, change the mood, go up and down. And that's been my experience when I've gone to these festivals or these niche one night events. Mm. But so I remember when I was in uni, it would be what I said. It would literally be Afro beats and dance for the next five hours. It's like, okay, can we get something mm. else? <laughs> can I just pause for, do you want to move the mic? No, I just want to turn this off. What, turn off the radio? Yeah. I'll do it, one sec. You can. Yeah. I can tell you were like, you're moving. Because it was too hot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, where were we? You were speaking, um, Chopper. I was, just, I was just saying that you will just... I kind of know the structure of most of these <coughs> DJs at this point, which is why... I know I keep saying it, but like when I started going to festivals, I'll be like, I never hear this shit anywhere else. Like, mm. I saw Clara Ampho. Like, she opened her set of Solange FUBU, then she went into, like, flipping gold links, fall in love, and then she went into, like, Kendrick Lamar's A Mama. Like, Mama, like, mm. an album track. And it bangs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't I hear this when I go out in, in Shoreditch or Soho? Yeah, that's true. It, it mm. depends on the nights as well, because you've got different crowds, different sounds. Like, and of course, definitely. Like, and that's why I said. Commercial night, you got a specialist night, you got a hip hop night, you got a banker night, you got an Afrobeat yeah. night, you got. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, but even the commercial yes. stuff, like, yeah. you know the, how many songs, especially in the world of hip hop and Afrobeats, that are, that are popping right now? Yeah, and you're going to hear the same 20 songs or whatever the same Burner Boy songs the same Wizkid songs it's mm. like why am I still hearing the banj <laughs> mm. it's, it's like it's the lack of experience like wait Oliver Twist yes Man. in 2019 yes. where are you going is I that, haven't heard that in that years that warm upset though no, they were, I, I went out. Mad. <laughs> like, it was for my friend's birthday. Like, one what, in the morning. What time was it? What time was it? Like, one in the morning. No, well, like, as in decade. Like, Mad. What, what year? No, 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 the time. No, actually, it was, the time. Oh, okay. It was like, it was like one, it was like one peak time. It was like yeah. one in the morning. What? And I'm hearing Yo. the band, Oliver Twist, and I'm like, boy. Wow. I want to go to rum and coke That wasn't or like an old school. That's that's my no. It's <laughs> my smoke break. I was, I'm not going to say the club, but I was a club in Shoreditch. But, but what? Okay. What, was, was it the second room? I know you're trying to. I'm trying to, to decipher it. Was it like the second room that was like? No, this older? was the main room, sir. Boy. What? What played after it? Can you remember? I was just like so. And all my and all my friends know when when like, we have a club night that I always have to like Google the club and Google the YouTubers to see what they play because I'm because I'm yeah. a music guy so I'm very not even like I say picky but I just don't want to hear the same shit everywhere I go mm-hmm. which is why more often now if I want to have the kind of experience I'm saying I want to go to festival because obviously you go there for the live acts but the best parts of festivals to me are aside from the live acts the DJ sets yeah mm-hmm. so I'm going to. Love Box in July. I know the DJs that's there are gonna bang. Shy ones are gonna be there. Pussy Palace DJs are gonna be there. Um, Soul Action DJs are gonna be. There. So I know I'm good. Mm. But do, do you know it's another thing I found as well? Like like I said with structure. Um, one thing about the new generation, I think it started around the time of like the future sounds type of sound a few years ago a lot of the DJs say stuff like oh there's no genres anymore like oh that's old school I play everything so then they'll mix this tune which is like a dance one with a hip hop one with a R&B one with it. and it's like kind of all over the place and although that might make their set bang it ruins the whole night mm. because they're playing everything in their one set and that's like I come from the school where it's like 
You got your old school set there, hour of R and B. You got this one, hour of dancehall, hour. Of, do you know what I mean? And the mm. reason why that's good and the genre thing is bad because when they're going for all, take take radio sh- shows for instance, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you got your specialists and your normal ones. Yeah. Say for a specialist one is all genres. Your own and your shows an hour. You're only gonna hear the main songs from those genres. Yeah, you are. Yeah, if your true. show yeah. is specifically R and B, or even if it's a subgenre like neo soul, you're yeah. gonna hear all the neo soul songs. And people are like, bro, what's this song? And then suddenly that song sticks out. The person who does the R and B show overall hears it and goes, okay, I'm gonna put it on that. Mm. Then the person who does the main show that does everything, they hear mm, that from R. Mm, That's how mm, these songs mm, go through. Move and up, yeah. because you're not getting that specialist link which is going up to mainstream that's why a lot of songs are getting left out mm. and that, that's what happens a lot mm. and this is why and going back to the whole this generation thing a lot mm. of these people um, when it comes to music don't know their history they don't have yeah, their, they don't have the knowledge because like you said because there's just no barriers to entry anymore mm. anyone can be I'm a DJ mm-hmm. I'm a this I'm a this I'm a that but they don't really know what they're talking about or mm. really know their music mm-hmm. And it's like, as me, and I'm not really, I'm not like nobody snob or anything, but I know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> so like, and, and this is my thing on my Instagram, I always make a habit of like, I play, I put whatever I'm listening to on my Instagram anyway, but I especially put like a lot of like old or old shit or obscure shit on. Because I always say, you have to teach the children. No, it's true. You gotta teach the it's babies. True. It's true. It's true. Because too many people are complaining and are not teaching, and that's exactly. The problem. Like they're, they're never gonna learn unless they get that, and that's why we're at a point where we are now. Because sometimes I rant, and then I have to kind of check myself, and mm. then I gotta think: Am I ranting as someone who's an expert, or just like as an old head? Because mm. even take some of yeah, the, take yeah. some of the drill stuff. Like sometimes I hear some of the Joseph, I'm like, he's talking crap, man. Mm. But then I got um little man just turned eighteen and he's just like, Yeah, hey, this is hard, you know. And I'm listening, and I'm like, because he loves like mumble rap, he loves drilling that, and I'm oh, I don't God. get it. And then I'm thinking to when I was younger, yeah, and then you would have like say like a fifty cent or when you had snap music and mm. then like snap music seemed dumb then. We've gone even dumb dumber now, like it's just like club music and then back then the older people say no that's that's crap that's not no big daddy Kane. that's not this and that do you know what i mean so i'm thinking am i is it because i'm older and i'm not getting what they're doing the same way the generation before me didn't Mm. get what i was doing and do i need to open my mind a bit that's that's why that's why even you know the genre thing it's had me thinking is it a thing where these new DJs don't know how to DJ properly or has the landscape of how people listen changed because mm. we've got so many genres, so much choice for streaming and everything. Do you have to do sets now? Which mm. is the same Honestly, I was thinking yeah. that when you were talking about genres and like mm. the convention of our short, long genres, etc., etc. Some yeah. people will fuck with that. But I feel like in this newer generation, some people will like the mix, like the DJs who mm. do the mix and stuff. And I guess if you know your stuff and your music and you can mix it in the right way and do it that approach as well I still think it can work as you said there's different crowds different demographics mm-hmm. I think people can listen to playlists with whole holistic sets of different completely different genres one after the other etc etc so I do think it's an amalgamation of both I think listeners have or listeners a subset of listeners have changed um, and listen to music and consume it in a different way but then I mm-hmm. think some don't have the skill or expertise who are DJs as well who are in that industry to have the knowledge of how many songs exist what the genre of r&b looks like how it's gone through different eras etc etc to then be able to mix it with the newer genres the new form of um even traps or whatever you want to call it the other genres that are coming in as well so i think 
there's a meeting in the middle part of process, but I definitely think, like you said, there's a lack of education. I think it yeah. all starts with that. If you have the education, then you can freestyle it, whatever. You can know how to accommodate different audiences, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, and do it like that. And then I think to your point as well with the genres and how we've changed consumption, like I listen to the baby, for example, and he's in that trap lane as well, but he can spit. Like, mm-hmm. so I think, our generation and the generation even before us like with the chingies and all them kind of yeah. artists there like they were making obviously those assumptions that, but there are people within those subgenres who can actually perform and be talented little uzi verts old tapes are really good like in terms of his talent and stuff like that um not i wouldn't say he's the best lyricist but he has melody he knows how to mm-hmm. do all those kind of stuff he knows how mm-hmm. to use his voice animate himself etc etc so i do think it's a lot about just educating yourself and being open-minded to Mm -hmm. kind of then get that um, plethora of knowledge, that plethora of being able to play and accommodate different tastes and all that kind of stuff. Thank you, Nicholas. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Study. (laughs) But there is an element But then be open-minded too. No, but you can incorporate all the new stuff, all the new generation, Mm. but you still have to have the concrete knowledge yeah. of the roots yes. to get to the future. Mm. Whereas a lot of people just go in playing what is hot right now yeah. without any regard for what happened before then. Mm. You need to understand what led to these new developments, these mm. new subgenres, these new developments, and these new coinings of these mm. terms in these genres. Mm. But people don't have that. But then I would push back again and say that there could be bespoke events where they literally just play new genres as well. And people mm. would enjoy that. There are people who genuinely, who with these trap genres, with these even, um, what do you call it? Future sounds, all that kind of stuff would still appreciate an event like that as well. So I think, but then even then people don't want to do the knowledge on these new genres as well. Cause it's yeah. been about for about five years. Goldlink was on SoundCloud like in 2014. Like if people don't know that and they just play his new stuff as well. So I think you're right. Education always has to be there and the openness to kind of explore a genre for its trueness to kind of get that. Especially if you want to make this profession, you can't like, yeah. You want to be a DJ? People don't want professionals. That, that's the thing. They want clout. That's what they want. They it's, want the followers, a hundred thousand, but you don't me. actually have the knowledge. I show you an example. Yeah, with um, so like a DJ set. I know some DJs. They'll charge like just fifty pound. They'll come from London to Birmingham to do a set. They'll book a hotel. They'll get a. They'll get drinks and everything as well. So you're basically paying to DJ. Do you know what I mean? You're actually paying to DJ. Like mm. you're, they're just doing it for clout or to get girl just to like. <laughs> li- literally, I've seen it all the time. And the thing is, what they're not realizing is people who actually do this as a profession, like with me, I've lost residencies because they're like, oh, why are we getting him when we can get a bunch of these ones for mm. whatever? And they just play whatever. And that's why a lot of people have been like, oh, I don't like going out anymore because it's rubbish. Yeah. It's like, because they, because people think people just want to hear the top 10 bangers or whatever. If you hear the top 10 bangers, they'll react. Mm. But if you hear the top 10 bangers and somebody's mixing it, they're like, hmm? Like, it's, it's a different mm. level. Different like, I, I use an example, say, if somebody all their life has heard somebody who can't actually sing, and that's the highest level of singing they've heard. And they're like, oh, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. Mm. Then the next day they hear Beyonce. They're like, what? what the mm. hell is that do you know what mm. I mean That's they've the never kind of experienced it's, be- it's from ignorance because they've never seen anything better Definitely. so they settle for what they've got <laughs> that reminds me of what someone said but I'm going to get oh. to <laughs> someone said so. yeah go on go on. just say it names. it's the last episode it's in, it's in your chest just, just lay, out. lay out I also want to preface and say that I'm a fan of this person okay say but it but I was at uni and my friend was arguing that 
Jenny Aiko was an incredible vocalist. She's one of the best vocalists ever. What? No, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I, I said, I That's wanna, why I went to toilet break at J. Cole. And I want to preface this sing, by saying okay, that cool. Nick Nick knows this. I'm a, I'm a huge Jenny fan. I love Jenny's music. Yeah. But vocalist, she is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I was that like... Grammy's performance was terrible. And I remember saying well. something like, oh, but... Oh, you, what about, you know, flipping... Coco from SWV or mm. Whitney for whatever. Like, oh, but who are they though? And I'm like, yeah. <sighs> like, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's the kind of and nigga I think people, nigga profession. People <laughs> conflate how studio vocals sound and how live vocals. Thank you. So a lot of people be like, she'd be doing it in the studio version. Da, 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 live. Have you watched? Have you been on mm-hmm. YouTube? No, but, YouTube e- no, but free, even that. You know, no, but even YouTube studio. Like Jenny. Like Jenny has a beautiful voice. She's mm-hmm. a nice voice, but she she doesn't like make. Th- she doesn't blow me away. Again, mm-hmm. tone. They probably like. Yeah, she, she has, tone, and she does. She you know, does. It's a rich tone. And tone, no, tone, tone matters. Tone matters. Of course, it matters. Of course, tone matters. No tone, of course. Because there are people who have amazing voices, voices but, but their the tones tone are is quiet. Yeah, <laughs> cool. No, but it's amalgamation of everything. Does Janae have the range? Uh, that's where it gets a bit touchy. touchy but she, feel, but yeah, you know. and he was saying Sid from the internet, banging voice. So I'm like, who? Say, Sid from the internet. Oh, okay. And once again, Sid has tone. Great tone. Great, great tone. Great phrasing. Can't touch but her tone. Vocalist, no, she is not. No. No. Live. And that shouldn't be an offense because saying it's that not, someone it's can't sing, but their voice is nice, mm. isn't really a diss. And this is. Even that nowadays you can't even have an opinion anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was like, literally going to say you this. say one thing, oh, you're a hater. Mm. Ah, ah, mm. It's like, yeah, calm down. Like yeah. they, can't, they can't even Relax. take constructive criticism because I remember there was Fam. the DJ debate the other day, and I didn't. I was like unwillingly, like walked into a madness. I didn't yeah. even know Hell what everyone was talking about, and it was like I had to say to them like, look. You're a DJ, yeah. You're DJing in a public place to two people. If somebody wants to say your shit, they have a right to mm-hmm. say your shit yeah, yeah. because they're the consumer there. Now, what you can do with that, you can either take um, their criticism if it's constructive and think, right, actually, I could improve on that. Definitely. Or if they're talking shit, just ignore them and carry on. But it's no. like, if somebody says that about you and then you're there saying, oh, no, I'm not shit, who you like? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. The you're never going to evolve. You're yeah. never going to evolve. Yeah. And people just Can love to learn. say like this culture of like, oh, you're throwing shade. Oh, this, mm. oh, that. As soon as you say something bad, it's like, nah, exactly. like it's actually not coming from that place. It's literally mm. coming from a place. I love this artist. I love this thing. And even if I don't, I don't like them for X, Y, and Z reason. Like mm. it's not that deep mm. you can love an artist i can hate them it's absolutely fine yeah it's fine you know what i mean but yeah i i, I deciphering opinions key as well like because some opinions just coming from a place of ignorance as well yeah. but then some opinion genuinely is constructive criticism so just take that and that. grow because some opinions well. can be wrong literally <clears throat> and some some people are just chatting trash as well yeah. you know um but it's just about having the intelligence to kind of decipher what's what. Mm. But yeah, as a DJ, as a person who serves the public, even me as a writer, if someone tells me this, mate, an editor has published my piece and then come back to me with things to work on and I've worked on them. Mm-hmm. Like you take that, I love the criticism actually, because some editors will just publish your thing and they're making mistakes for you Ooh. as well, putting it out. So Speak the like, truth because some editors you know, can't even write. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it funky, you know, let's keep it funky. But um, yeah, when I get constructive criticism, I love that. Like if someone destroyed a Google document from me a couple months ago and I was like, well, mm, triggered. I'm not the writer <laughs> that I thought I was. 
let's go back to the drawing board there with that paragraph. You know what I mean? I had to sit there and just be like, she's still editing. Woo, okay, live documents are crazy. But yeah, you have it's, to take constructive criticism. It's, it's you a have new, to. It's a and new but when it's generation. done, do you realize like, yeah. ah. And you're like, I see yeah. the vision, I peep it, yeah. It's, it's a new gen thing as well, because is everyone millennials here? Millennials, yeah. we're all millennials. Like, it's just the difference between millennials and well, there's gen, Zs, gen, gen Z. Gen Z, yeah. Um <laughs> There's a big difference because I've just had instant gratification. They've seen instant success. They think everything's instant. I'll, I'll show you mm. the difference between a millennial and a zenial. Like, say <coughs> one wants to be a DJ and they want to be a radio presenter. They're like, okay, I'm going to be on One Extra. I'm going to be the biggest DJ in the world. And I'm going to be, um, I'm going to do all of that. So straight away, they go, they learn how to DJ. They study it. Straight away, they go and get a community radio show, this mm-hmm. and that. And then they're like saying, yeah, I'm going to be that. Now, a zenial will say, oh, I want to be on one extra. I want to be the biggest DJ in the world. Mm-hmm. Never took a DJ lesson in their life. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to DJ. Then never even been on air once. Oh. Like no, no like wow. community station, nothing. Okay. And they're saying, I'm going to do it. Uh-huh. And people are like, yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah, you're good, man. You're the, how can you tell they're good? They've never done it. <laughs> well, some but but that's, literally, that's literally the difference between us. Because like, mm. even the ones older than us will say, millennials are entitled. Yeah, we're entitled, but we go and then do it ourselves and do the work for it. Mm. These some that are entitled, yeah, some of us. Some. Obviously, some, some. Of us. some. <laughs> Obviously, with, with a lot of the Xennials, they're saying, oh, I'm going to do it and don't even care about doing the work. They just mm. like feel mm. like they're going to mm. have it type mm. of thing. To be fair to them, they are still young though. Like, no, nah, but it's not young because we were young as well. Yeah, but we Jen, what's, what's Jen? When I was, no, Eden, Eden, when I was, when I was 18, I was in yeah. uni juggling a radio show writing, blogging. I didn't, I didn't, I'm still not calling myself a journalist because mm-hmm. there's certain principles and stuff like that that you have to, that I feel like you have to learn and master before that title comes to you. With some of these people, they'll be dashing journalists and I've seen it exactly. and I'm not even trying mm-hmm. to put the ego at play. I'm really not because I'm not perfect, that person. But I've seen people say you're a journalist, you're writing like you're a blogger. Like it's not the same. Oh, yeah, but it's, 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 it's different it's environment. Not, like, no, but it's different. No, but, no, but you can't. Or, wait, let, let me explain. Or you have some wait, people wait, who want to be a DJ but they want to DJ for free. But wait, let me explain. Or just play. Let me explain the difference. You know, you know what, to be fair, with, with the free feet, so sorry to go. With no, we're the free, just starting out. With the free feet, when you're, you're starting, starting out, out. obviously yeah, 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 you have to course. kind of earn it and um, yeah. get your way. Then you start yeah. charging. Whatever. Yeah. Charge a proper amount, please. Do yeah. not charge less than a hundred. Because think, just think we'll of We'll get yeah. that, that education to yeah, you. Yeah. Let, like, <laughs> let me just, this is this, this is what I see as a difference here. Yeah. Okay, go. Our generation, we didn't grow up with social media, right? And we did though. We actually did. No, but I had Twitter when I was twelve. No, from MySpace to no, but that's twelve. I'm saying like, oh, you mean grow, like, like oh, from oh, the beginning okay, okay. of right, 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 our right. existence, okay. we didn't yeah. grow up with social right. media. Just clarifying there. These cool. Gen Zs or Gen Z or they whatever, the they came birth. out the womb mm. and iPads. social media was there. Yeah, and all this self gratification, all of the like mm. dopamine shots from being on the internet yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. That's fair. So I personally think the environment is completely different. You've got people out there promoting hustle porn, like Gary Vaynerchuk and people like that, saying you can do this you just have to put in the work etc etc i think the environment for the younger generation is completely different to what we've grown up Uh because what we grew up in was i don't want to say the real world but the world we grew up was things are tangible Mm. if you want something you have to go out and buy it Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. the generation that's just that's younger than us they basically can just they live in the amazon type of lifestyle you see something online or you see something and next day you can get it. have it Mm -hmm. yeah so if you want to be a dj you see it therefore click i've got it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. courses online you can take those etc etc we had to actually walk it down the road to like our local youth center and Mm -hmm. take classes Mm -hmm. in like singing acting dancing all these type of things it's completely different 
listen, and that's but, why that's why I'm saying the environment is completely different. Mm. And I think it would be a slight disservice to the younger generation because it's just we're doing the same thing that the older generation would have done to us. Because a lot of the time people say, oh, millennials are lazy. And like, yeah. like, like you said, yeah, and true. which isn't true because mm. I know millennials that work three jobs mm. and they're still struggling. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But, but I would say, say, I think it's not, again, with all these things, it's not all right. And it's, it's about optics, who, who we see and all that kind of stuff. So putting disclaimers such as it's not all, because as, again, your brother, for example, he's working hard and he's asked people older than him for advice on to how to get to the next step on what he's doing. Yeah. So it's definitely not all Han who was on our yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say Gen Han. X as well. She asks her peers and stuff like that. But what I would say- Two is, successful art, like- No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, definitely, they do the work. But what I would say is, uh, what I see from some of them, some of them online, is that it's natural. Yeah, we they grew up in an era where everything's instant gratification. But you're still in an industry, and you still see peers who are far ahead of you, or people who are where you want to be. Right? Why would you not just ask them for advice or like? Um, ask them how they got to where they got to. It's the same principle. It's just a human instinct. It's something you would want to do. Like, okay, I see that person in that position. How a few years older than me, et cetera, et cetera. Let me DM. There's writers that DM me. And like, we have a writer's group chat with all plethora of ages. Um, It's that kind of thing. You need to ask people in your industry and you need to be that kind of open person to kind of get that feedback, get that criticism, mm. get that touch point of how do I get from A to B? It's not all. And I definitely agree with your point. I'm glad you said it as well, because I don't want it to come across as just millennials. But as talking. young as 18 though, because at 18, 18 I, I was asking people. I wasn't asking about podcasts. I wasn't asking about apps. Not podcasts, but I was writing about writing. What I was interested at the time, I was interested in writing. I was asking people on publications. I was asking people older than me, mm-hmm. blogging, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just, where I was coming from, I was talking about titles. I knew that I wasn't a journalist at 18. I'm not taking a course i'm studying in politics i knew i was not a journalist so people just dashing these titles overnight almost and they haven't actually done the work or been in the field for two minutes it's kind of like what what are you like what, well, what's going on here right, well, i like, know what we is to, going i know on we here? have to move on to shopping section soon but i think that the again i'm going to say the environment is completely different yeah because i think in terms of the way that we advertise that the skills we have and the way that the pool of people that actually know what they're talking about is completely different and i get the frustration on mm. that part because there, there are people that have been putting in work since the age of 18 yeah doing something asking around for advice and stuff like that but to put it frankly these people have grown up in generations where a club owner for example can just go on Instagram type in DJ can be someone who's first time yeah. and they don't have to get paid for it they can just go do the set if it's Definitely, shit it's yeah. shit but they've learned from that occasion yeah. I just think it's completely different I think it's completely different for everyone but if you've gone out and done it put you can put titles like and if you've grown from it that's fine it's not that but it's just that people will dash the title without actually doing anything that's where I get a bit like and I, I'm not I'm not going to look and think from an ego perspective but it's just I'd say I wouldn't do that mm. personally like still to this day it's writer not journalist like it's like I just think there's certain principles that you need to learn in certain industries as well stuff you're talking about DJing you mm. need to learn the fundamentals before even putting DJ if you've learned the fundamentals and maybe you've done things low key and it's not on Instagram and stuff and people don't see that but you've still done the work mm. fair, fair enough like mm. put DJ yeah. but I just think playing at your friend's party once like and not having the equipment or something or using it um it's just not uh, but I, just th- I, th- think. I think in terms of affirmations it makes sense 
So saying you are something or you are going to be something. Going to I be. See that aspiring. To be Let's put a smile. But I mean, there. in terms of saying I am something, because yeah. that is affirmations. It's saying something, even though you're not that thing yet. Yeah. You're saying I am. So fake it till you make it almost. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So that's the type of mantra I see like from the younger generation personally. Fair. But saying that I do understand like a lot of the times there are people that say things like I am this, I am that, but you're not like entrepreneur. Like is a lot of, it's something that people throw out a lot of the time. Mm, like, yeah. and it is something that, I, I do see a lot of people that aren't actually selling things. Like even myself, I wouldn't call myself an entrepreneur yet, even yeah. though I've got an app and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah I do I do 100% understand mm. what you mean. And um, I don't want it to come across if any Gen X, Gen Z, whatever, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Gen Z are listening. It's not, it's, it's really not coming from a, oh my God, fuck y'all. Oh, no, 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 no. Han has done, look what Han's done fucking hell. And she's like younger than us. Like yeah, she's yeah. doing crazy bits right now. So they're, yeah, people are doing crazy stuff, yeah. man. So. It's just literally because they've got so many opportunities, mm. so much more than we had. But at the same time, Definitely. they've got so many more opportunities. It's a lot more saturated yeah so yeah. say like even when yeah. i'm teaching dj lessons i could teach um I could, somebody could have one lesson they haven't learned anything yet that they don't know how to dj yet but they're getting bookings mm. and then for me to go oh you need to actually learn how to dj they'll be like yeah but i'm getting bookings yeah, yeah. what can you tell me that, no, that's i'm true. getting the gratification no, that's, that's what happens <laughs> yeah. all the time they're just yeah. like yeah, but I'm getting bookings. What's mm. the point in me doing these lessons if I'm getting booked? And then I can't yeah, say nothing. Yeah. I literally can't say nothing to them. And no one's gonna like turn down a bag, are they? Like exactly. or like an opportunity. Are mm. they like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's mad. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice intro. Yeah, I think this is a good discussion. Anyway. <laughs> um, do your thing, Shopper. Do your thing, do your thing. We are now going to get into what we've all been listening to this week. So I'm just going to start off by saying, um, you know, now that I've had a full week to digest it, you know, Ari Lennox, Shea Butter Baby, you did the damn thing. It's still a no for me on the title track, but everything else is a winner. Um, yeah, she's great. Check her out if you haven't. Check out everything else. Check out Faux, Ariography, like old, old school Ari. Um, yes, that's that. That's just a continuation from last week. Going into this week i've got two rap projects and a nice new year soul to end so firstly we have megan the stallion tina snow so as i've said before i have checked out her her, her mixtape in bits and pieces over the past couple of weeks but the last week i've really like sat down and spent a lot of time with it and um i stand by what i said she's definitely one of the most exciting and talented new female rappers we have right now i'm really excited for her journey and her rise and i just think she just has great bars like say we want about production and songs and musicalities i do think she's still like nick said earlier well, we said before we were recording that she's still developing her sound sonically, but she's got the basic root of being a great MC. But there are some really strong moments on this mixtape. So my favorite songs are Hot Girl, Good At, Cognac Queen, and What The Fuck I Want. Next up, we have another rising female rapper who's probably my favorite of these new this new crop, Rico Nasty. Um, she released her latest mixtape, Anger Management, I believe at the end of April, Nicholas, also. Yes. Yeah, and um, it's a very, it's really cool. Like, it's really cool. Like, I really like how, in my opinion, compared to Nasty, which I really loved, that was a great mixtape. I feel like it's much more cohesive and I feel like it's a mu- production is much more subdued and not as out there, but 
her delivery, her flow, and just kind of like I said, she has this, this really like rock punk weird black girl thing she has like that reminds me of like Khalees and well Khalees before Milkshake for those who know you know Khalees had a thing before that time do your research um Khalees before mix um before Milkshake early Azealia Banks just giving that kind of vibe with this like guttural battle rapper underlining thing so um she's just amazing she's just really amazing like great i love her tone i love like the raspiness and scratchiness of her voice and she's just like really aggressive so favorite songs on that are sellout relative which should have been much longer than it was it's only one minute we could have had a whole three minutes for that um cold and mood and then lastly we have who i feel is one of the most underrated women when we talk about the neo soul movement like people we always talk about our erica Badu's and our ndires and our jill scott's but one woman who is almost never mentioned is vivian green do any of us know who vivian green is mm-hmm. Nah, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I knew, I knew, I knew Fraga would. I knew he would. <laughs> but yeah, she is hands down just one of the most overlooked female songstresses from that era, and it's such such a shame because she has gems like her, all her albums are just incredible, and she's a great songwriter, great musician. So I've been listening to her first album a lot recently, A Love Story. Most people may recognize her big hit, Emotional Roller Coaster, mm-hmm. but there's heat on the album on the album so you guys need to check out what is love which i feel is just one of the most beautiful songs i just that's a really like top to bottom lyrically production the vocal performance is just a great great song then there's fanatic um and no sitting by the phone so those are my listens for the week check them out nicholas um, so I only decided my listens about five seconds ago just because there's so much good music that have been released in the last couple of weeks. So I will kick it off with um, Emotional Oranges, which are a mysterious duo from LA, Girl and Boy. Um, so they released their tape a week ago called The Juice Volume 1. And this follows a string of singles that were released at the top end of 2018 and throughout the year. So um, still anonymous at this point, the EP is about eight tracks long and they're signed to the indie label Avant Garden, but they've paired as well with Island Records at this point, which is great. Um, they double, it says pop on Apple, but I think they amalgamate so many different genres. I think they um, double into R&B in places. They double into alternative uh, music as well um loads of guitar riffs as well i wouldn't say rock too much but um yeah there are guitar riffs and stuff um as the ep progresses as well um i think they sound really well together the girl's tone i don't know a lot about this duo just because there's not a lot of information it's kind of like her in the beginning where there wasn't as much information unless people were the real fans and knew that who she was gabby hey um but yeah um these two are really anonymous like we don't even know their faces they use um different pictures for their covers and stuff but i think this ep doubles in a lot of um relationship stuff a lot of independence a lot of finding yourself almost and i think their tones really work well together um for a pop duo um predominantly i think they're doing really well and they're really disrupting their space and giving a new kind of feel to the la sound um a lot of the la sound sounds a bit uh over polished um 
in in the realm of pop not r&b here but um a bit polished and overdone but i think the minimalist kind of production allows their voices to really shine ironically in places like the beginning song motion the girls sound a little bit tone perspective like her ironically because they're both anonymous to an extent but um I think as the EP progresses, they um, specify songs to each other. So for example, uh, Hold You Back, I think features more of the guys' vocals than the girls and they kind of um, allow each other to shine on different areas of the EP. But some of my favorite songs are the ty- uh, the first song, sorry, Motion, then Good To Me and um, Unless You're Drowning, which is the um, penultimate track on this EP. Moving forward, um, as we are not recording for the next couple of months, I will give you a bit on Megan The Stallion, Fever. Um, it dropped yesterday. There's just one song that I've had on repeat, which is called Cash Shit featuring The Baby, which I spoke about earlier. Now, The Baby is having a similar rise and one of his songs are in the top 30 on the Hot 100 right now. So he's having a really big moment in music and it's been really quick. He only has around like 30,000 followers and stuff and he's really been low key in the South and then making his rise up into the mainstream over the last couple of months. But he kills this record. Like, honestly, he switches up his flow. He's speaking nastier than Little Kim. Um, the two of them, honestly, on this video, if they were to ever film one, would be, the chemistry would be sky high because on this record, mate, it just makes you want to hit the bedroom, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> to be quite honest, like, he's giving references to what he'd do with his little brother um, and all that kind of references there. And, rich um, sex. Yeah, rich, rich sex, the real rich sex. Um, not like Nikki song which was trash but yeah um yeah uh the baby is talking about where his piece would be on megan's boobs and all this kind of shit so yeah they're just megan's calling her pussy the dinner so it's it's a lot there's a lot of expletives here (laughs) if you are under 18 do not press play i'm telling you now you can play the non-explicit version which will probably be bleeped out for three minutes but um yeah honestly megan is bringing the fever summer season get your best thought out and play this song while you're doing it so um, yeah, cash it. The rest of the EP, um, bit samey samey. I'm not going to give a proper review, but um, yeah, you'll probably see it on my Twitter. You see, you see, you see me. I tweet all the time, so you'll see that. But um, yeah, cash it is the standout definitely for me from this EP. So Megan, yeah, drops Fever on Friday. It is. 14 songs long it's not a debut album which a lot of people are speculating but yes it is her entrance into the main arena so that's Megan the Stallion and then we've got what should I give you I'm not going to give you Tyler that's just too much to absorb this week um, I'm going to give you for the last suggestion a guy called Collard which is an R&B artist in London alternative R&B I would say and he released his debut album I believe called Unholy about two weeks ago at this point and he is an artist that is shaking up the industry I think R&B has never sounded this good and polished in terms of the new school cats in the city um, the male ones and I think he's really done a good job at um, in London in London yeah I just think um, for the new cats it just hasn't sounded as polished in my perspective um, I think he's released a really Hello, really good pardon that's fine that's your perspective I've got mine um, yeah so it's a really good project and I think he is an artist who I can really see blowing up and having although they have similar I mean different sounds and all of that but I think he fits in a pocket um, or audience I think that kind of Jacob Banks sits in um, in terms of how he sits and um, how 
how some of just how alternative his um, some of his songs sound in my opinion he gives me a lot of um, D'Angelo here in some of his records I think Hell Song is a great way to start the album in terms of vocals I think his song with Kojo Radical Ground Control is great as well which I think was one of the singles from this record and I think Vultures is another good standout on this album too um, if you don't know who Collard is you need to get to know because I think he's on the rise as well I'm not going to give any more in-depth reviews but I'd say listen to Slow Ties debut album um, I'm hearing that's one really good. of the best albums of the year from the UK that I've heard even better from um, a first listen no I've listened to it three times um, from that perspective then um, Dave's I think it's better than Dave's in my opinion yeah I'm gonna say that so yeah those are my listens for the week uh, Eden sorry that blew me away for a sec I'm so sorry um, cool what, what I said yes yeah because Psychodrama was fucking fire I know and this album's great too really yeah because I listened to a song by Slow Tie and I wasn't really that amazed when I first listened listen to, to it. Listen to the project. Just yeah? listen to the project. Okay. I'm seeing that the Skepta song is getting a lot of reception though. So he released a video for that, didn't he? He did. I like the visuals too, actually. Really good visuals. Um, I think there's better. There's better than that song on this album. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll give it a listen. Don't listen to the internet. There's, there's, there's better. Okay. I'll give him a go. It's called... Um What's it Nothing called? great about Great Britain. Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. I'm surprised there isn't a lot of angry EDL guys on the internet because of that title, but I'm we'll see what happens. Probably are, but yeah, who we gives a shit? We, we he doesn't give them. a shit. He's yeah. cussing out Queen Liz on the first track, so Mad. it's oh, great. Wow. Okay. It's all good. All right, so my Energy. listens. Um, so my listens are basically um, songs or albums that I would have spoken about next week because I know um, I had this thing about reviewing albums early, like next day and stuff like that. I'm going to do it this week because I know we're not here next week, but I'll just give my initial listen uh, reactions to them. Yeah. Um, so my first listen will be Mandy and the Jungle by um, Santi. So I realized I made a mistake when speaking about his past project, Susie's Funeral. Mm. I said he was from the UK. He's actually not from the UK. He's from Nigeria. Yeah. So he's actually from Lagos. Um, and I think I said that because of his dancehall influence in his music. I just assumed he was from, um, I didn't assume he was from Nigeria to begin with. He's part of the ulti movement. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, and he is up and coming in Nigeria. He's in huge in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, but this project came out on Friday along with the overhaul of all of the music that came out. And to begin with, when I first heard it, I wasn't that amazed um, just because he has quite a mellow, kind of samey sound on some of his, on some of his um, songs. But then I kind of re-listened to it. And I, I think this is where the difference comes into where you're listening. So when I first listened to it, I was in my bedroom just listening to it. And then I got in my car and I was playing it and like the bass proper kicked in. I was mm. like, rah, okay. So this song and this album actually bangs. Um, and it just depends on where you're listening to it, like I said. Um, so I would definitely recommend it to people. If you want to, like I've said before, if you want to have like a, a start of where to listen to him, listen to Rapid Fire. Um, that is featuring a South African artist. I can't remember her name i apologize um but yeah listen to rapid fire listen to um sparky listen to gangster fear um those three songs are really good um one of them's featuring a dancey who we've spoken about before mm -hmm. um songs to check out on this album so oh actually sorry those songs are on here as well so check out those songs like i just said um check out demon heart that's featuring dram and also the song featuring god link which is where is towards it? the bottom there it is, Maria. So yeah, listen to that song. Let us know your response. That's pod. Anything you want to say about that, would love to hear. Next, I'm going to speak about Tame Impala. 
So I've been a fan of Tame Impala for a while, but I've actually never sat down and listened to like a full project before. I've only just listened to random songs from different projects and stuff. But I actually sat down and I listened to Currents. Um, when was this released actually? This song, this album was released in 2015. Um, and... I'm very impressed, to be honest. I'm a massive fan of Coldplay and I feel like their vibe is fairly similar. Um, so I actually sat down and I was listening to this recently and I, it's, it's, they have quite long songs. So the very first song, which is Let It Happen, um, was quite a long song and sitting through it, you're like just vibing to it. Like I've never been on LSD. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just going to say sure? this. I'm sure? 100% sure. Okay. I've never been on LSD. None joking, of that, guys. He's not here. Yeah, it. none of that. Um, <laughs> but I imagine this song, like sonically, like the feeling, is what being on like a hallucinogenic drug would be like. Like, <laughs> you use the what? big term. Huh? You're basing this on what? On the fi- why are you saying that with a smile? Well, what I'm feeling. I'm basing it on what I'm feeling when I'm listening Perceptions. to music. Perceptions. Why? What are you trying to? Anyways, as I was saying. Um, I would really recommend this project if you want to just vibe out and just want to chill. Um, if you're in like just chilling by yourself or doing some work or something along those lines, it's a nice background music. Um, the vocals are good. The instruments are good. And it's an amazing project. So definitely check it out. Let us know what you think. Again, that's pod. And then lastly, I am going to review Igor. Um, Mad, ambitious. I'm not going to say much about it, like I said, because it's the initial listen. So Shoffe, stop rolling your eyes. Um... So Igor Judging hardcore right now All I'm going to say for this is uh, It's not what I expected And mm. Tyler did put out a, a notice Saying that it's not going to be All of the Don't albums from the past Don't expect it to be Don't yeah. expect it to be yeah. um, I love that to well, be You know what would be cool about this Just on a tangent What would be cool about this album If it went to number one Because so I far like He's had number two Number three Number four Yeah I, How many has he had? Four albums right? I think this is five This is fifth album Yeah this yeah. is number five So, so it'll be good if he gets number one And he'll have like all the way across from one to four. I think he is going to go to number. I feel like it's a that clear week. Cool. It is a clear, yeah, it's a clear week for him. That'll be really cool. Um, but the one thing I noticed about this album is it was mostly production, um, some vocals, and then he would drop in a free, not freestyle, he would drop in some lyrics or mm. like he would start spitting bars towards the end on most songs, um, which I found quite interesting because I, I don't know, it just it, it changed the kind of vibe of what I was listening to a bit. Um, it made me focus much more on the whole the whole project and, and the whole song rather than just mm. focusing on his verses. Mm. Um, and I feel like he killed it in production. I was saying to Shopee on the way to the station that um, this would be a great album to come out to. Like the first song would be a great song to come out to. Um, Shopee said it would be like great. Like a performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Shopee said it would be great tour music, which mm. is basically what I was saying. Um, and I thought it was just incredible. Honestly, I think it's a great piece of music. Um, I would definitely recommend it. I did like Flower Boy. I'm not going to compare the two. They are very, very different. Yeah. Um, but I'm very impressed with what I've listened to. It's definitely shown growth. It's definitely shown um, the skill that he currently possess- possesses. Sorry, because he does produce a lot of his music as well. I think it said Damn completely. It music. I think yeah. it literally said as a disclaimer, completely produced by um, Tyler or like Igor or like something like that yeah, to yeah, reference yeah. that it was all him. Yeah. This album. But you can tell on some of the songs. He he was influenced by Pharrell. Like there is an inf- there well, is that's a- been this is the beginning. Yeah, of the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are some songs because I didn't I didn't read that, so I assumed one of the songs was a produced by Pharrell. Yeah. Tyler um, is literally a Pharrell in any RD stand. Yeah, this is like he what loves future it. come from. Those are Pharrell's children. Yeah, mm. but in a nutshell, he killed this shit. Fucking bangs. Um, definitely check that album out. You you won't be disappointed. Um, I won't 
say don't go into expecting not to hear lyrics or go into expecting this thing because yeah. everyone I've spoken to has come and said different things about the album so take a listen and then share your opinion with us and we'll love to talk to you about it mm. um, and I just want to throw in one song I'm not going to say much about it I know we have three but I'm just going to throw it in um, Medusa a song by Weston featuring um, Unknown T I love this song I've played it about this week probably about 60 times um, it's one of those songs that you just like you just bop your head to and you just chill to um, yeah that's what I'm going to say really I think it bangs and I think they work really well as a duo and that isn't a diss to Akeem or anything but I do think that they do work really well as a duo um, but obviously the star for me in my opinion is Haley. so yeah that's me I never saw a post like when that whole controversy happened I didn't know that they would rebrand in this way and be so successful so it's good to see that they have managed yeah, well, to him, do it as well oh um, yeah yeah no obviously it's terrible for the other guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no it's good that they've been able to that's what I'm talking about it's good that they were able to you know right, prosper in that he's sense he's out soon anyway so yeah back to the free yeah that'll be yeah nice, so yeah. we'll see how they yeah manage that would be great to exactly. see how you know it manages but yeah exactly did you have any listens or anything you wanted to bring yeah. or I know your I little listens to something I can't lie yeah <laughs> Come on. This this week yeah, has been <laughs> mad for me for like busyness. So that isn't. Mm. So if I've got any listens or whatever, it's like two weeks late, basically. But there's one, yeah, which I just have to mention because I've been listening to this since December mm. from like nonstop. And it's good because a lot of the things I listen to are R&B. So I don't hear it. So it don't get um, get rinsed out. Yeah. It's like with Asian's Love Train 2. And um, especially like you, like that song, yeah. As I was driving down here, I played that seven times in a row. Like, I'm dead. Wait, who's the artist? Um, Asian. She's oh. like she's a Grammy Award winning songwriter. Asian. Yeah, it's Asia then H N. Like when you hear, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah, hear yeah. the song like you, yeah. Red trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen yeah. here, listen dead. here. This song, dead. yeah. <laughs> I play it at least six times a day, like you. And the thing which I love about her is even in the video, she's true to herself because she's um, she's a lesbian herself. She's singing to a woman and she she does. I love that. that She's just being herself. Do you know what I mean? And like... Ah, that ah, I just love that tune. Then other songs as well. Some oh, of them I had be, that on my. I had that added actually. I mean, yeah, like that. That is one of the most underrated R and B. Like it's even as a crossover song as well. Like it's mm. just such a big tune. Mm. And then also um, another ones as well. My girl Cherry as well with her um, mixtape Sweden Swedish Cherry. Okay. Um, OG. Like I'm feel. I haven't been able to listen to it properly. Yeah. But it's a bit. It's a bit different from my other one. It's very happy mm. and like um because i know she recently left her management and everything and she's like on her own it's kind of like she's breaking out so it's oh, like okay. it's very up tempo very fun um mix of swedish english mm. somali everything mm. on there as well oh she's speaking english now she she does sometimes does she has a few songs i think there's a bonus song on this one but i had it ages ago like she just sent it to me but there's a bonus one that's on there, pure English. Oh, okay. It, like, it's I like that, well. that she is experimenting. Yeah, but good. personally, like I was telling her, yeah, I like the fact that she's in Swedish as opposed mm. to English because it just makes her stand out. Mm. And like with Sweden alone, there's so many R&B artists. Yeah, there there. is. And a lot of is. them do it in English. They don't do it in Swedish. Oh, okay. That's the thing. And also... um. Random singles as well. Oh yeah, Alex Isley's one from was it last week or the week? Before? Yeah, I think people week don't put respect before. on Alex. Yeah, like, Alex, that, that, that I haven't. This is what I mean. I haven't even been able to listen to them properly because mm. so much is coming out. Trust me. So them yeah. random singles like um, Jay Stevens. This is to that like, Jay Stevens. She's decent. Um, there's one I have to big up as well. 
Because a lot of the ones I like here, they're not consistent and it annoys me. There's um, a girl <laughs> called Hoodie, and I think she's South Korean. Hoodie. Either South Korean or Chinese, because mm. she's done songs in both. But she would automati- automatically get classed as K-pop because she's in like a big... I can't even remember the um, record label, but a big K-pop oh, label. Oh, so you think she's, she's got yeah, yeah, she's got tunes. She's got this latest one. That's uh, for movie soundtrack. I can't remember what it's called. Actually, I won't know what it's called. Somewhere. <laughs> Them ones where you're like <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Eyes, but I don't know what the movie's called. But she had a tune last year, I think, um, called Why. Mm. That is a sex jam <laughs> and it's like it's mad yeah because she's singing in um, <laughs> the way Nick picked up his phone when he like, had sex jam no, I'm, I'm getting ready for the news I'm <laughs> getting ready I'm literally getting ready for the news but, uh, like that's, that's what I'm getting ready <laughs> Wait, if, you, if you go on YouTube and um, search it you'll hear it it's like it's the song is just beautiful and it's like she goes from Korean to then I think it's either Korean but it says that it's Chinese I don't know it's one of the two okay. then she does it in English as well and it's just I love the tune like there's so many ones from all over also big up to um, Olivia Nelson as well UK why she's coming out with a couple of good things there's so many like also one thing I'm happy about is Dio as well like Dio even though it's Arena it's a bit more Afro beatish with R&B like mm. I'm so glad she's releasing something because to me she's mm. one of the most underrated like singers in the UK full stop like even like she can have a big stake to claim for Wiley's mainstream career because Dio used to be Misty mm. so, oh. so all those choruses Dio 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 and she was also on um, do you know that house song Sexual by Naked that's her singing a lot of people don't know that Missed that I'm feeling sexual I, I always oh, used yeah. to wonder where Miss D went you know yeah, so she made that banger called um What's it? I want to party. I want to dance. Um, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what it's all. Was about. that Misty? Well, that was Misty, right? I don't know if it was Misty though, but I know that song. I just know. she made a song with Wiley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think oh you're thinking because she sang the chorus on the Heat Wave. Yeah, yeah. And she sang the chorus on Reload, the one with Chip and was it Wiley as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. The I I I one as well. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All of them, Misty. Oh, Bangers for days. Right. Or even um, I didn't know she was. Wait, is she from the UK? Did you say? Yeah, she's she? UK. Oh, right. She's okay. UK, and she's done like songwriting from everyone you can think of. Like she's a hit maker. And she and changed to, her name. Yeah, she changed it to Dio, and then she got on that um. How do you spell tune, it now? D Y O. Okay. Then, then she got on that house tune with um, uh, Naked or Naked, whatever the name is, and oh, that okay. sexual that girl. I'm feeling sexual. Mm. It doesn't sound like her. Like right. everybody heard it, and then when they saw her do a live lounge, they're like, "Huh? That's her?" Because he, she changed her voice, and people thought it was a, like a white woman singing. Oh, like right. The way she done it, mm. like, and that like, you'll see even in the comments if you look in the like one um, Radio One live lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah, are yeah. like, "Huh? That's what she looks like." And Mad. I didn't even realize that Dale was Misty. And I was like, "You didn't oh my put God. it together." Yeah. yeah. And she's got like other songs that are unreleased. Like if you search on YouTube, Dale a song called Business. She's bad. She's mm. like one of the best singers we've got, and I'm just happy that she's actually been able to release something herself. Hopefully, it's we called, can. Yeah. yeah, it's called Arena because I know what it's like. I for just like, added it. Yeah, just see black women singers in the UK doing black music. Poof. Yeah, yeah, like I know the battle because I'm here trying to push it myself. So, mm. yeah, so yeah. I, had to, I had to give her a big update. Yeah, I'm waiting for that's cool. Also, um, Love Real as well coming back with her on YouTube. Also, Kenzo as well. Who, um, 
that no one else that latest song she done as well. Okay. See about, but yeah. Dope. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. We've got all the UK artists we need. Yes. So move forward. Love it. Yeah. So um, obviously we'll move to the new section now. Um, it's a quieter week, um, but yeah, still a lot going on. So first of all, we'll go to um, Megan The Stallion. So we've spoken about her a lot today already, but um, yeah, this is kind of unfortunate um, what happened, but we moved, but it happened last week. Um, she was in Alabama and a DJ. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, did yeah. something really awkward, which mm. again, as I've said so much this season, I think I'm like, is this real? Like, literally, is this real? Like, this had to have been the worst thing to have said on this interview. But she was in Birmingham. Um, not UK Birmingham. Not so UK it's Birmingham. It's just Alabama. Just New England, whatever. But um, <laughs> Megan The Stallion, yeah, she was um, there not last Friday, but the Friday before to do an interview with 95.7 Jams. Um, Jermaine Johnson, which was the DJ, talked about Megan on air and asked about her mother, her late mother, that is, um, days ahead of Mother's Day. So the star's uh, mother died, obviously, of bra brain cancer in March, um, which was very unfortunate and very public. People knew of that. Um, just a disclaimer here. So um, he, the DJ in this case said Now I was wondering if you was gonna bring your mom with you today I know she travels with you a lot But she's a manager and All that good stuff for you And your mom was in the game before you right No Don't wanna talk about it Okay oh, we'll go other way then <laughs> Alright So Megan on camera obviously visibly looks distressed and looked down um, and Johnson followed up with no don't want to talk about it okay we'll go another way then before changing the subject so um, he apologised after the interview and after the controversy uh, for asking about her mum and he said I know folks want to see a train wreck but it was an honest mistake I already apologised multiple times to the one person who deserved it so I'm assuming it's Megan here sometimes you can research for hours and still miss important details um, and that's what happened I wanted to highlight her relationship with her mother for Mother's Day and just didn't know what I know I, I didn't know what I didn't know um, shout out to her for finishing the interview and being a class act in spite of everything apologies again to Meg her family and her true fans I'll take the blame for this one, but my heart was in the right place. What do you guys think of? I'll the story? take the blame for this one, as opposed to who? <laughs> <laughs> like it was only you, sir. Mm -hmm. There was no one else to blame for that. It was you. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't like by this, so I was going to start off by saying, do your research mm -hmm. for like you know study. You know these are just all things that just need to be. Yep. You know, said and stressed time and time again. Continue. If this is going to be your profession, that's your profession, what you do for work, what you do for money, make sure you got it. Um, I just didn't like. You could see, like, she was instantly, visibly upset. It wasn't even mm -hmm. like she just kind of was a bit like, oh, what's this? like, because obviously it's still very fresh. It was only two months ago. Like, she still was clearly like, it's like her mood changed like that when he brought it up. And the whole day want to bring it up. It's like, nigga, no. No, just do your research, man. And you can't even say you've done research for hours because literally the last few big pieces she's done with Billboard, um, Rolling Stone, like her most recent interviews, they all make some sort of reference to her mother dying recently. So like you can't miss it. And like when the date happened, it was everywhere. Mm. So, and if at least, at least check her Twitter. If you're going to do like research into 
her past interviews or go on Wikipedia, at least just check her Twitter or Instagram. I'm sure it would have been there somewhere that her mum has died. But yeah, just do your research and yeah, people are trash. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say something. So with this situation, obviously it's a very horrible thing that's happened to Megan. And um, like Shopee said, if this is your livelihood, 100% do the research. I'm going to come from an angle and say I'm going to assume positive intent. So I'm going to take the stance of maybe he didn't know. So I'm I'm not gonna. But he didn't. That was the point. I feel like everyone thinks he didn't know. Like I genuinely think. No, but okay. So from what I'm saying, and this is me personally, yeah, my personal opinion, I think the audience and the people on Twitter, from what I've seen, are saying you should know this. You definitely knew this. You're doing this obviously for the, for the circulation of your video and stuff like that. Because personally, I've never heard of this man before. Like I've never like I don't check this man out. I don't check out his interviews or anything like that. Mm. And I've only heard about him from this controversy. Mm. So if it was a stunt, it has worked because I've checked out his work or his content or whatever. Um, but I have personally, when I've gone on the internet, seen people say that you definitely did know. So I'm going to take the stance of positive intent and say that it does sound like a genuine genuine error. Um, it does sound like he didn't prep properly, and that his that's his issue. Um, and it's just a lesson, to be honest. As someone who will, in the future, interview more artists and um, talk to more people in the music industry, it's a lesson to make sure that we come equipped, that we are able to have nuanced conversations and make sure that we're respecting people's privacy as well. Because things like losing your mother is something someone should definitely know. And unfortunately, that is a, that's something that Megan's had to go through. And it's terrible. It's a horrible thing. Um, but he needs to take the L, like he said. And like Chope said, no one else is going to take the blame because you were the person who fucked up. Mm-hmm. So That's what I don't get. Like, I'll take the blame, but who else was it going to Well, I think he just wanted to show he was taking full ownership for the situation. There's no one else to talk to. There's no, it's literally just you. Yeah. You're on your own. But I think he could have gone the opposite way and he would have been wrong still. He could have gone like, ah, oh, it was an accident. Why are you guys being so sensitive? It has nothing to do with you. I apologize straight mm-hmm. to Megan. You fans aren't even affected, et cetera, et cetera. He could have gone down that route, but I think he was just trying to show that he was still humble with it and he was going to take this L on the chin. Obviously, it doesn't take away the, the hurt that Megan Definitely was suffering not, from, yeah. but yeah, I think that's what he was trying to say. But again, it's it's the way things are put out on the internet. Yeah, I think personally, like um, it is do your research, whether the setup was, because I do know some radio stations that operate like this or operate like this. Um, the interns do the research and then present back and then the presenter just goes with the interviews, especially when they have a busy schedule back to back. I'm not making excuses here. I'm just saying that's how some radio stations work. Um, Charlemagne spoke on, on it before, um, how the intern preps him and stuff. But um, yeah, I think with, in this case, I'm glad he just apologized, took the L, um, it's yeah just a testament to do your research to be honest um, it was all over the internet when she died it went viral she was trending for that reason um, he, um, in the case that he may not have social media it's still on Google it was still covered by um, other publications and in the fact that you are a radio host in this era you would have to dibble and dabble in social media anyway as a part of your job even if you don't personally have a personal account um, yeah but things happen sometimes no I know things happen sometimes but I'm just saying as a radio, a radio host in 20 
mean you will have to dabble on social media you will to mm. tweet that the show's live to do post comments to respond those to are usually etc., automated etc. though but to respond to some comments about Not you sometimes mm. when you're on a certain level they, uh, I, this is just an assumption but I assume when you reach a level where you post something constantly it would be automated or yeah. especially tweets, when it's around the same time or a human tweets it though for them like they social media manager or something yeah, yeah. but um, that, yeah. in the case of him he would have to interact with social media regardless whether he doesn't have it in his personal life etc there would be a social media element there um, but yeah and you a, would you would in 2019 someone, to take to like review content to like so people are filming you to put on the internet stuff like that your interviews are filmed etc etc so he would have to involve there would be an element of social but, media uh, okay there would and, and I'm not I, saying I'm not saying that he would see it on social media I'm just saying there's an element of social media in his day to day but that's, that, that, for me that sounds I'm, I'm, I'm not obviously putting this on you but this feels like an assumption because we don't know if the guy uses social media no, I'm saying, so saying. personally, this is where I'm making the distinction. Personally, you he might not have a social media account, which is fine. Okay. But as a part of your job, the radio show has a social media account. Uh, okay, okay, so you would so have should... to interact. Yeah, yeah, okay, social okay, media would be in your periphery. Okay, so as a radio I understand host. what you mean, yeah. But yeah, anyway, back to the point. Um, honest mistake I'm glad he owned it um, I'm glad he apologised I'm glad he wasn't that ignorant person going back and forth on social media making a controversy of it like you could kind of said unfortunate for Megan and that is involved but definitely going forward now it's very clear that her mother has died as it was before so going forward I'm, ho I'm hoping unless it's for clout and some clown or some idiot that people will not bring this up in interviews unless she specifically says it's fine we can talk about it as a talking point or her PR or her management whoever likes preps the, the station or whatever the publication doing an interview and um, she can talk about it but um, yeah I just hope she gets the one thing I do want to say is she's been very active and um from the time her mum died she was back in action almost instantly and it was mm. kind of like I hope she's had the time to grieve that's the kind of thing that I'm hoping and I hope she does find the time to grieve she was at SX um, South by Southwest instantly after drinking Henny, all this kind of stuff and I'm not saying that she's not over it or whatever but I'm just glad that she, I mean I hope that her team allow her the time to have a break I now, now that Fever's out I think it was probably in preparation for that and she was having a moment but now that Fever's out I hope she can have some time to just chill she's done um, Rolling Loud recently just some time before the big summer shows start up again so um, yeah I'm really I really just hope she gets that kind of uh, grievance but yes yeah, Smooth got any opinions on this for one the guy's an idiot <laughs> like you have to do your research yeah. and for two like while we're having this conversation I just did three swipes and then I seen the post on yeah. Instagram like mm. it's there and then also which nobody's brought up that the fact they had to done research on her, okay, they've done research on her. If you're doing research about a mum and finding out that a mum's a manager and um, is always around with her and was in the game before her, mm. wouldn't it come out that she died? Thank you. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Because it's like when you're researching the mum. Exactly yeah, like if you're researching her mum, like something will come out that she dies. And Definitely. even away from her post on Instagram, which I only done free, so there's probably some of the others that mentions it. I've um, followed her a few times. I've seen her um, post mention about it. Like a, I remember one time a fan said, oh, she's not even grieving properly. She's out there drinking. Yeah, fans fun. did yeah, say and that. And yep. she commented yeah. on it and she says, oh, you don't know me or what I'm going through. Yeah. And I think it's actually been quite consistent. She's actually mentioned she it talks, quite a few yeah, times she does that's what yeah. I'm saying so, yeah, yeah. So you, couldn't, you couldn't miss this yeah mm. so he's literally done no research whatsoever mm. and just been given like 
a press pass. Even um, when management and the label is with an artist, sometimes they say talking okay, points. Yeah, like, you don't can't talk, talk about, about this. You can't talk yeah, about I've that. Had that too. Yeah. It, it just seems it's a bit too fishy for me. But mm. like I say, the main thing is research because I'll do it from the other perspective, from a DJ perspective. I get people. Um, Oh, it's going to be Oh yeah I want to go on your Drive time show um, Yeah man let's, let's go on it Reggie I ain't done my Drive time show Since February 2018 <laughs> They just, just Saw a quick thing Yeah because Because they've seen me Do yeah. my shows and stuff But they don't Pay attention to it Yeah And they like They haven't done research They're asking Like this is advice If any artists Around managers Or whatever If you're asking Like one of these Big one extra Capital extra Kiss whatever DJs For um, an interview know what the show's about please know when the show's on you've got an interview okay i'm gonna put you on the next show oh what time is it what day mm. how are you asking them for an interview you don't even know when the show is mm. that's the same with what that guy's done he hasn't done research on megan mm. she's come onto your show and you don't know about her yeah it's disrespectful i feel like the only mm. case where mm. this could probably be the only case where he the this scenario is likely to play out is mm. if it was a on the spot almost like Megan was traveling around and then they yeah. were like trying to find a show and then they were like, okay, let's try and pop but, but her even in that, here. But it, even that, yeah, you would still quick, do your quick, research. Quick in this era you where you've got it. a phone, yeah. you've got like access, to, like it is, you, you can find because what you need to find. Because he's done research to find you know? that out about the mum. Yeah, especially All if the of that is not common knowledge. Yeah, like yeah. the the fact that she goes around with her, even the fact she goes around with her mum and stuff like that, unless you're a proper fan of hers, you wouldn't you know wouldn't that. You wouldn't know that. Like he's done research to know that. He's done research to know she used to rap. He's done research to know she goes around with her. Yeah. Like it would have come up. Yeah. And they mentioned it in one specific article this is what that I'm her saying. mom, like actually a few that her mom was a rapper and then it exactly. was the same as Shopping. Because I can't even lie, well, I so. only knew that stuff. Yeah. After when she died, like the day she died. Same, that's like when people, I knew she was a mum. And then I saw all the videos and I'm like, yeah. ah, is that her mum? Yeah. Ah. Her mum's, I only knew that from that. So it's true. It's too fishy. Mm. Way too fishy to me. Yeah, do your research, man. Yeah. That's the that's the key principle from this story. But again, Hundred. I'm really glad he just came with the energy just like to oh, just take onus and not be ignorant. Because mm. in this era, too many people went yeah. criticized. <laughs> it's the fact we talk about Chris Brown back and forth and then it's mm. just like not taking the L, just mm. like actually going back and making it worse and aggravating and it even more so yeah uh professionalism i guess mm. at this point is that an all-time um, low is that an all-time low exactly but um for yeah I, how he managed it i think was a, a good point the only way you could really manage it and be a decent person mm. but yes moving on to the next story of the week so britney spears may never work again um says manager at las vegas residency so there is the potential here that britney spears um could quit the music industry um her manager, Larry Rudolph, um, said this after her Las Vegas residency was put on hold as she deals with personal issues and her father's um, health. Uh, and he also addressed the Free Britney conspiracy accusations. Though, so the singer is about to go and under, uh, a, sorry, a psychological evaluation, her manager says. And if she never works again, she never works again. Um, that's what he said when com asked the comment on this. It's very emotional for me, very rough. Personally, I want her to find a peaceful, happy place, whatever that means for her. It's not about a career anymore. It's about her life. Uh, the Vegas show was due to launch in Feb, but they were obviously put on hold. Uh, Spears' father, Jamie, had treatment for a ruptured colon and Spears checked herself voluntarily into a treatment facility in May. So we spoke about this earlier in the season. So now... Um, 
her fan her manager speaks out about the controversy as well and he says from what i gathered it's clear uh it's clear that she should not be going back to this to this Vegas residency, not in the near future. Um, she's taken time to regroup and, and get her head together. Um, and I'm proud of her for that. Uh, and my role is to handle her career. When she wants a career, if she comes back strong and full of desire and passion and wants to do it again, great. If she takes six months or six years, it's totally fine to me. It's about her finding her true happy place and um, he hit out about the Free Britney movement, which believes the singer is being held hostage by her father and management. I understand how much these fans love her, Rudolph said, and support her, and I love that. The part that concerns me is that it has no factual basis. The personal issues that Britney is dealing with are highly complicated. And the conservation... Uh, Conservatorship. Thank you. Conservatorship is there for a reason. The courts of the state of California take this very seriously. I hope people allow her to have her private time. What do you guys think on this article and this piece about Britney's career to date? Did he actually say it's not true? So the Free Britney thing? So he he basically he alluded to it, but he didn't directly say it. He said, "Um, I understand how much these fans love her and support her. And I love that. The part that concerns me is that it has no factual basis. So he's alluding to the fact that it's not true, but not actually specifying it. Um, The personal issues that Britney is dealing with are highly complicated. And the um, conservatorship, conservatorship, sorry, is there for a reason. The courts of the state of California take this very seriously. I hope the people allow her to have a private time. So, you know, maneuvering around the question. very like politician yeah. type of answer. Very, yeah, it's yeah. very PR and, and stuff. Before you get in, she herself kind of alluded to it being true mm-hmm. earlier in the week. I did send that. What did she do? It's it, one of the articles I said. Um, yeah, she. Uh, I can't remember her exact oh, yeah, quote, okay. but she alluded earlier in the week. She alluded to those reports being true. So seeing her manager kind of backtrack on her statements, like. Mm. Yeah, so I I do think this is potentially dangerous if we look at it in like the grand scheme of things. Um, As soon as like all this information comes out about Britney Spears being held captive and um, being held in this whole legal drama with her dad and stuff like that and her Las Vegas residency being cancelled because of it, as soon as all that comes out, it comes out that her career could be ending and it sounds like the people who were benefiting from her life are a bit worried about what could potentially happen if all of this comes out. Um, I, I'm one of those conspiracy theorists guys. Like I love a good conspiracy theory. So <laughs> I do personally believe it's true. Um, and that's not me wanting it to be true. I just feel like from all the information that's out there and has been given to me. Um, and mm-hmm. like Chope said in the article, he sent, she has alluded to it. So cut out. Um, but basically what I was saying was... Um, you love a good conspiracy theory. I love a good conspiracy theory, but equally at the same time, I do hope it's fake. Um, and I do hope that she is voluntarily ending her career and it's not a situation where she's being punished again for not following instructions. Like what, what happened when um, she disobeyed her father, allegedly, because we have to say allegedly. Um, and all of those situations, um, it is slightly scary that pop stars are still going through situations where their family seem to control the majority of their catalog or their wealth or um, their assets or even themselves. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. Uh, but as far as this goes, it just sounds like the manager's trying to do their job. Um, but I'm a bit skeptical. That's all I'm going to say. Smooth, did you have any um, thoughts about the Britney Spears? I don't even know what is going on with the most of it, but I just know that 
she's somebody that just needs a break mm. in all honesty because these type of problems have been going for decades now almost but I wouldn't be surprised if it is being held hostage legally because mm. one thing I've learned even through working with certain artists and things like that especially from when she started as well like some of these artists they've got no clue about mm. the stuff they've signed up for did you see um who was it blueface at the breakfast club yeah what about did you how see he that? didn't know everything yeah. and all that he did, yeah he yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. a thing not yeah. everything yeah nothing and like even charlemagne looked concerned a little yachty as well for his, like they they don't have any and i find it mad for these this new gen because it's literally on google go there and search what terms are like if you don't know nothing you don't but if you're making but even money, old artists got ripped off yeah old, older well, ones i can like understand completely. more because it was harder to gather that information, but now yeah. it's just literally a search. I could not even Google, I could search on Twitter or something yeah. and but find out what, what means, what type of contract true. I should yeah, give. Yeah, yeah. But if you're broke and like a man comes with you a suitcase, like I'm gonna make your career, most people won't. I know, but you still you still gotta think of it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like, if you're gonna do it, don't do it with ignorance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're going to, yeah, we're gonna give you like um, 50K, but you got no point, no, 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 yeah. 1% of your thing. like do it knowing that that's what it is yeah. it's human nature as well yeah. like you'd feel it in your gut why is someone coming to me with a case but my likelihood mm. and circumstances don't really look like this so it's kind of like it comes at a cost everything yeah. comes at a cost in this world you need to just find out what that cost is i guess Trust in that me. circumstances but yeah I'd, I'd agree that she needs a break regardless Definitely. on her own like autonomy Definitely. like the time to think because what, what was it when she was was she 15 16 that was she was very young when, when she it hit started. me baby one more time even before yeah. that with the Disney stuff as well mm, it's like mm. imagine non-stop yeah like, throughout needs, her whole life needs a break yeah it's barely a big, has big stopped. woman now mm. like I can imagine it that must be torture on your mental oh yeah her poor kids too like they probably mm. are like the stuff they've been on. through with yeah the mad it's crazy mm. It's crazy. I just, I just personally hope that Britney gets the help that she needs because on and out of that ownership that her father has placed and oh, it's just been it's just been years it's been years even why she cut her hair was partly mm -hmm. because of the craziness that's going on in in her life and in her family and you know i just hope her sister you know can help her out i don't know like what's going on with that but just someone who's actually cares about her like her, her well-being mm. can sort it out it doesn't even care about the meat she's got enough money like all that kind of shit but just still with you and your life like you don't need to have that much pressure no one should have that much pressure on them in the entertainment business but um, this is also why you should be careful what you wish for as well and this isn't like to say this isn't like a diss to Britney Spears or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. but you shouldn't wish to have someone else's life because you never know what comes with it like if you yeah. can say I want all the money in the world I want all the fame in the world like X person you don't know what they've done or like what they're currently living through Definitely. to have those type of things Definitely. Um, and it is quite concerning that it seems to be a trend with people that reach a certain level it comes out that their families have been screwing them over they mm. don't know about their finances um they don't know about certain things in legal contracts all of that is it's a bit concerning because it mm. makes you wonder what the actual um what the expectation is when you go into or you make a lot of money mm. um 
And it just it just it just stresses the point that there should be education about these type of things for artists um, and for people in general. Like if you do see a contract, look out for X. Yeah. Um, make sure that you're aware of what happens when you spend or you receive a certain amount of money from a label mm. or they're saying we're going to spend so much on a campaign. Um, realize when you're spending your money. Or when um, you're spending their money. Exactly. Because I remember I saw, I, I've said this before, but I remember I saw a video by Kevin... Um, the guy that used to write songs for Chris Brown. Um, oh, um, Kevin. Uh, Kevin McCall. Kevin yeah, McCall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was talking about his pasthood when he used to write music and he used to work with Chris Brown and stuff. And he wasn't aware of how he made his money. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't aware of where his money was going, um, the frequency within which he would get paid because it's not a monthly thing like most people nine to five get. Nope. Um, royalties and stuff. like He wasn't aware of all of that. Mm-hmm. He just went into the music scene, wrote a few songs for this big artist called Chris Brown and he didn't know where his money was coming from. And still isn't getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put that out there. Exactly. So I do think it's important where the artists are aware of that and people in general. Sign a contract, make sure you know what you're signing mm. because signing your name away to the devil or signing your soul away can mean they can have so many different connotations um, but they can also in the real world mean a lot of things as well. Mm. If you sign your name on the dotted line, you could be selling a part of your life. Facts. Basically. And for a long term basis, not just five years. For the rest of years. your life. Like you may be in a contract for the rest of your life and I think this is for me like the, the principle that you said about fame and stuff. I've always been scared of Hollywood. Like mm. Hollywood has always scared Same. me. Like that kind of epicenter, that kind of circle, the life. A lot of people go into the system, they lose themselves. Mm. I think it's not something that kind of looks great to me. It looks like you're a puppet yeah. to be quite honest. And you are, mm. to be honest, even if it's the nice version of that, you are a puppet, you're a product, yep. you are sold. Yep. X, Y, and Z people are getting bits off you unless you're completely independent, of course, which is- Even, even then, even, even yeah, then. But then even distribution, et cetera, et cetera. So it's hard, like, and you need to really consider like, yeah, I want to dance. Yeah, I want to sing. Yeah, I want to do all of this. You are going to be a puppet in some way, yep. shape or form. You will. It's just how the system works, yeah, how we true. work, how money is made. It's that kind it's of system. capitalism. It, it is. And it's just a microcosm of that yeah. um, celebrity culture and um, yeah, being an entertainer in the arts. So yeah just have your wits about you have your wits about you have the right people around you and don't sign anything you're skeptical of okay and on to some hopefully a bit lighter news um we'll talk bet award nominations for 2019 so um the annual bet awards contenders for the nominations are as follows i'm just going to go to category read them out and then we'll give our kind of thoughts so first of all on this list which is on complex is best female um r&b slash pop artist and we've got beyonce lma her solange scissor and tiana Taylor what are our thoughts on this category if anything <laughs> say, it, say it again so be- this is for best female R&B pop artist yeah. Beyonce, LMA, Her uh, Solange, Scissor um, and Tiana Taylor it's quiet in the room <laughs> they act no, no, they not no, like- no, oh I thought you meant who would we want to yeah, win yeah you can say who you want to well, win well I don't know I have not, I think they're all great that's why mm. So I think it's pretty hard to actually say. Um, mm. I would say let's give it to someone different. For let's let's consider someone else other than Beyonce. Um, okay, she shouldn't be nominated anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, SZA okay. too shouldn't be in this category. Yeah, I was gonna say SZA. I was yeah. trying to think other than what the happened. Game of Thrones. Yeah, what is she? 
done really in that time. Uh, Black Sean, Black Panther soundtrack, but like. Nah, that really. was. Isn't that. That doesn't. But it was included. 2018, right? That was February. Yeah. Oh, it might have been a cut. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only the Game of Thrones, which is random, but. And mm. that's. <laughs> and <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't give it to Tiana. Did just I put will. it in. Give it to her anime. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, she's. They're not gonna win. It's probably gonna it's, be. It's, it's gonna Beyonce, Beyonce or her. Yeah. Her or Beyonce is gonna win. Beyonce because at homecoming, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's true. Yeah, that's pop culture, mate. Whatever. Yeah. Um, no, she would have been in there regardless. She's in there every year. <laughs> she yawn. Anyway, um, best male R and B pop artist. So we've got Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Childish Gambino, Chris Brown, John Legend, and John Legend and Khalid. <laughs> <laughs> John Legend has put an album out in almost three years. Why is he dominated? Beats me. Maybe he was on the soundtrack or something. I don't know. It doesn't constitute a nomination. <laughs> Scissor's yeah. lo- I don't know. Maybe they just use the same logic they use for Scissor. Uh... <laughs> this is I can read it again. I can read it's it. It's not hard to give it to Anderson Pack or um, Charles Gambino, even though he's not an RB artist. But Chris Brown, no. <laughs> Khalid, no. obviously, no. Who was the other one? Uh, Bruno Bruno Mars has been out about in three yeah, years about, yeah, about I don't know that. why he's in the category album. what about his song with Cardi that was a song from an album that came in 2016 still and it came out at the beginning of last year wait the new one he's talking about no please me please me oh where he's a feature oh, a, wasn't it a joint song it's from no project I thought it was both it's from Cardi it's going to be on Cardi's next project I feel like it's a joint I think it's just it's a joint thing not. You sure? I'm I, pretty sure. I don't. I didn't see it as pitched as a Cardi single featuring. I didn't I see that. I saw it as well. Hmm? I saw it as a joint as well. I saw it as a joint single. Yeah. I don't think it's even going to feature on the next project if Cardi has one. And that is, and that is. Your I think it's just Either like way, it's, I feel like the strategy that they had, yeah, they threw in the it, bin. It and it's like, kind of like a new strategy yeah. for Cardi. It seemed like how um, finesse was the feature on, yeah. Yeah, it was different with the way it was marketed. Like it yeah. was a proper... And it didn't say Cardi yeah. feature. It didn't... Yeah. yeah for, as far as I'm aware, it was mm. like Bruno and Cardi single. The song's trash, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> either, either way, no one wanted yeah. that. by anyone. No like. one wanted no, no, that. that one, and I, and <laughs> when I saw a video coming this Friday, I was like, what? why? Like, who's who? I mean, it did well, but like, why did we need... It sounds awful. Uh, we don't need Awful it. record. Uh, yeah. Really awful. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, Even though Childish... I don't really get why, but he. But I get it. Um, he should win or Anderson Pack. Just to say to this, Guava Island was actually good. That's all I'm gonna say. Continue. I, I, I didn't like it. I you didn't like it. I didn't see the point in it, and it was a bit like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's like literally him just charging coming and just thinking, hey, let me get some sinks for my music. Yeah, like, I was just watching like. I do the, think Rihanna just looked so uninterested the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the Thursday she, after. Rihanna, I didn't really, get yeah. it. Rihanna just came to the set, said her lines, and left. Mm. She was like, there was no, no, no was emotion like, at all in her mm. lines. It's like, Denny. Denny. <laughs> She's never been an actress. Never. And, and literally, I think she just saw a blunt. They said unlimited supply. She was just like, <laughs> you know, re-re. And it's not stereotypical because Rihanna likes smoking weed. I'm not being stereotypical. We're going to respect And I just don't get I'm Letitia, I don't know why Letitia Wright was there. She's like, they just, they just, they just put her there just so she could be there. Here's a photo of, you know, coming through. And then even like the actual, because I know it's a made up place here, but it's like, is it in the Caribbean? Is it in South America? The animation was amazing. Is it in Africa? Like, where is it? The animation was amazing. I think it was shot 
shot, the cinematography yeah. part, it was great. Yeah. But it was the really good. And no, the story what? was, I, it was okay. I get it, but they were trying to kind of Disney fight, and it didn't work. Awful. Like, Rihanna does not see Disney. Like, no, no, I just don't know. Oh. I was really stressed. Yeah. That Rihanna just looked completely bored. <laughs> she smoked <laughs> the blood. She was like, "What's my lines again?" <laughs> like, <laughs> she's supposed to be concerned that her man's gonna. She just seemed like, oh. In her head, she was like, I'm signing Fenty next week. So that's what I'm thinking about. So I'm here for the check. Yeah, I'm here for another check. You know, my granddaughter's, you know, tuition fund or whatever. It was just for this to just get his sinks. Because why is, why is my man in a random place singing This Is America? I was like, what the heck is this? Mate. I'm just doing... <laughs> like it was random. Can I just insert here while we're talking about Rihanna? Shout out to her with yeah. the Fenty brand thing. Mm. Like she's doing big things like it's crazy this is, though. Yeah. even though it doesn't concern me but like it's a bit of a part that they completely missed out Birmingham like what what, what it was the it only the city the where the there wasn't oh oh people were way love like literally it wasn't Birmingham yeah, but is it Dudley yeah uh, <laughs> Like, I, I know a lot of team. women that were pissed off, but that is that's a part. Like, even big, big, boring, you know, and everything. So, yeah. I saw complaints about that one. That I, oh, God. <laughs> we still we still love our Beijing queen. Anyway, can I just say, if I feel like if this was the Billboard Awards, yeah, in this category, category um, Khalid would win. Yeah, I feel like it, if it was the Billboard or Awards or for audiences, yeah, like if it... Oh. <laughs> Anyway, like, <laughs> all right, whatever, resting, you know, whatever. But, wow. Um, anyway, moving on. Best group. Um, this is a mishmash, isn't it? Um, Chloe and Halle, um, City Girls, Little Baby and Gunner. Are City Girls a group at the moment? Um, they're winning as a group, I guess. <laughs> you know, um, Migos, the Carters. What do we think of this mishmash of? <sighs> See, the oh, thing sure. is, I, don't even know I would love one. to give it to Chloe and Halle, but I know it's not going to happen. It's going to go to Migos. Do you think? I think yeah, I was they, thinking the cars. I don't think they've had as an impactful year. Um, yeah, they've because, shit because then year. they went solo that year, this whole mm. year, didn't they? Biggest as well? mistakes of their lives. Um, yeah. Very. Yeah. I think we'll still go to Migos. Do you think? I think they'll still win it. I, I get you. I get that there's their audience. I think if they were gonna do a like random win, just because of the impact I saw at the time, and if they were in touch, they'd probably give it to Little Baby and Gunner, just because that album did have a bit of an impact mm. um, in that in their specific sphere. Um, All the cars will win it. just because they have to give Beyonce. Beyonce. Can thing. you come through again, like to win? But that's a point. That's a point. And actually. she's not coming anyway. Mm-hmm. So she never does. <laughs> no, she no. She's been to, be, to, to she's the been BT. To a few. She's been no, to she, loads of BT. Yeah. She's, been, she? to loads, she's been to loads. Back in the day, she was yeah, like, as, even, even when she's not performing, she's been to quite yeah. a few. Yeah. Oh, after like, that, like Beyonce's attending. Yeah. yeah. After that disrespect thing, she ain't going back there, boy. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Yeah. After that, she cast Blue Ivy's hair. Oh They just make so. BT makes so many. And it was. And it wasn't that. Last this year, what did they do again? They did, made um they um this is love. Was that this year? They did something to Beyonce, and I can't oh, remember. Beyonce. Oh Beyonce, okay. Uh, yeah, they did oh, some. Know. They did something to her. Are you sure, or was yeah. it Nikki? Because Nikki, Nikki, I know they'd BET did something with Nikki. They did it with Nikki, but there was something with Beyonce as well. This year, yeah, and everybody was saying, oh, she goes to. She goes to all of you. The same thing with Nikki. Oh, I saw that. I don't know what happened, but I do remember that. Yeah, and, and that's why Beyonce is not going back there again. Because mm. they're like, yeah, she goes to all of them because she was at, she shows support for BT and this is how they treat her. Mm. And then it happened to Nikki as well. Yeah. So, boy, yeah, but Nikki's trash. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I can't, I can't even, like, relevance wise, I'd say, like you said, little baby gonna, and I can't even lie. Yeah. That was a moment. I yeah, remember. no matter what people think, yeah. 
if it's relevance wise, like City girls have a shout as well, you know. I cannot City even girls have shocked me. I cannot me. even lie. Act up shocked me. This like, is what I'm shocked saying. Everyone, like, like just, literally yeah, now, yeah. That that big. is the club. Yeah. For the girls to go, what? Yeah. And it's been a long it's time true. since there's been a it's girl. Because I thought Megan was gonna do it in it, mm. but um, Big Old Freak didn't really pop like that. It's coming but, now. It's coming. It's yeah. Coming. But she she just needs the one song and she'll have it. Mm. But City girls have done it like a main club tune in a set. Yeah. Just forget. Uh, Act up shocked changed. the fuck out of me. Like yeah. literally, I was like, "This is shooting up the Billboard 100." Mm. It's a summer song for some people. The in album America, was like, oh yeah, we, yeah. yeah. The first it, one was great. The first one was great, but this. They're one, one of those acts good. where like they are what they are in it. Yeah. <laughs> but we need we need we need the real one out. We need JT yeah. out because you know she's the one who's really holding it yeah, down. To be fair, um, <laughs> if if it was roles reverse, JT I know would be doing madness trying mm. to promote this song. But um, yeah, I think I don't think City Girls will win it. Um, just because how the industry is right now, unfortunately, mm. even though they're deserving, actually, I believe that they are this year. Little Baby and Gunner, if they're gonna have any cultural touch mm. to what's going on, but. Um, I think the Carters might have All this. Migos. I think the Carters yeah. might have this. Um, personally, unfortunate for Chloe and Halle as well. But I think they do need to build up a bit more of a buzz mm. as well. I, think, I I don't know if that's fair anymore. Chloe and Halle have had, they have quite a, a lot of buzz right now. I feel like and to even win the, this award, I think a bit more of a buzz for, this for them, to, award, to, them to try and usher in. Because a win. I, I feel like we can safely say that people know who they are, and they mm. are. Of course, they, yeah, of yeah. course they know who they and are. Like, I always say it sounds shady, but it's true. They're literally everywhere but Billboard. They're everywhere but the charts. They're on a successful, successful TV show. Um, they're always on those late night shows performing somewhere. They just did that L magazine singer yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're around. People know who they are. They definitely get the bookings, but I feel like from an oh, impact yeah, they're like the, perspective, they're like the flipping Grammys. Yeah, no, no. They <laughs> definitely get the bookings, but I feel like from an impact perspective, I'm still not feeling it. If that makes sense, like, I, I, like I, they wouldn't get BT, but they'll get Soul Train type of thing. Of course, yeah, they would get the Soul. I don't, I don't yeah. even know about yeah. that, but. If nah, it's group. I think yeah. so Like I said, they're everywhere they but the charts. Mm. True, true. They're yeah. literally everywhere but yeah. the charts. Um, any other thoughts before we move on? Right, Best. Does, does that oh, go on. Oh, nah. did you, you? I thought you finished the category. Oh yeah, I'm finished. Yeah, yeah. Um, best collaboration. So we've got Twenty One Savage and J Cole. A lot. Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Please me. <laughs> Cardi B featuring Bad Bunny and J Balvin. I like it. More deserving. Her featuring Bryson Tiller could have been. Uh, Travis Scott featuring Drake. Sicko Mode. Tiger featuring Offset. Taste. Well done, Tiger. In touch. I think this category well is quite in touch. Mm. It's a bit, except for the please me, like no, that is in touch because it was a hit. Awful, but there was a hit. <laughs> in terms of personal taste, get out of here. But yeah, um, yeah, I know what you mm. mean. Impact, they did, they did the thing. Um, yeah, every song I, I, maybe could have been didn't really do a lot, but um, it, well, it, it just went number one on urban radio. So mm. fair, fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, they I'm got surprised it right. They got it right. They got it right. He is. No, no, I'm not I'm surprised, surprised he's in there. Oh. I think the visual blew it up more. Like they, when no, no, the visual no, regardless came out, of that, it's the drama. But I, do, I really do feel like that's yeah. kind of, immigration. I feel like it was kind of, yeah, 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 I agree yeah. with that. His profile definitely I agree went with that. I feel like that, that put it to the next yeah. I feel like the song itself had a short lived existence. Yeah, but it came itself. back as soon as that, as soon as that happened, I've seen it again. People were quoting lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who do you think win? Who do you want to win? And who do you think? It could go to pretty much any of these, really, but I feel the obvious choice is I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 
if Cardi and Bruno <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised well, I thought I like it might be the one to but win but please me is the, the, the newer impact. one <laughs> so I feel like they're just gonna give it to them I feel like if they were really gonna like be in touch like um, Cardi B the, the Bad Bunny and J Balvin won um, but who I'd want to win just because like this kid you know he came back Tiger I would just say like but That's he won't he definitely won't but I would just I, it would be nice to see him like win beyond Young Money and like all the things he's been through and like all mm. the contracts and, and beyond stuff. Chris Brown and the money that he's owed from you know um, Little Wade etc um, yeah take sicker mode nice. that, that could win yeah. hmm that those are my three to be honest. Yeah. I like it sicker mode and taste. That's taste isn't gonna win. In touch. In Never touch. know. Never know. Tiger's not winning. Really I can't. <laughs> yeah. Tiger, um, Tiger's gonna have this little comeback. He's not gonna be out here winning awards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, nice little Billboard top ten once in a while, but yeah. he ain't winning any awards. Yeah. This next one. Um. Oh, I have a bit of a sick feel. No, not sick feeling. I just think I know what BT might do. But best male hip hop uh, artist. You know what this is gonna uh, be? Yeah, I know. You don't even. Have to um, say that 21 Savage, Drake, Drake. J. Cole, nah, Meek Mill, Nipsey Hustle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be some kind of. Because the thing, regardless, there. yeah, nobody other than Nipsey can win that. That is true. It, Pardon? It just can't. Nobody other than Nipsey. Do you think? Can win. Yeah. They can't do it. They, you just can't. Yes, they can. Literally, for what happened, when, when is the actual B towards? It's in June. June, yeah. Mm. That's still I'm up, but still the I mean to be honest outrage. his resume his resume for the year actually he could yeah, have still been good. nominated because he got nominated for but, a Grammy he did yeah. a lot the singles like did um, not did well mm. but there was visual impact there but the also if um, if say Drake he, wins had a, he, had a, he had a good year regardless yeah. yes, but if, if Drake wins anywhere somebody else they'll give it to Nipsey regardless like, and I think Drake will be like, yeah, this yeah. is Nipsey. He'll hear the name Nipsey if even if he even turns up. That is, um, yeah. he'll be like, yeah, this is this is for Nipsey. The man. Picking back of what you said, I agree. Regardless of the death, he would have been nominated. Definitely, anyway. yeah, he would have definitely. been definitely nominated. Yeah, definitely. But I do, I do believe that if he didn't die, I feel like they could have given it. They would have just given it to Drake. We all know mm. Drake's got that cap. Yeah, we all know. Is Kendrick um, is nominated? Is Kendrick nominated? He is. Well, so see, it's, it's why? It's twenty one. Why Drake, is Kendrick Cole, nominated? Meek Mill. Why Nipsey Travis? I think why is Kendrick nominated? nominated you know why who Kendrick, why is Kendrick why, is no, why is he Kendrick is he oh he's not oh, I thought you meant Drake yeah Drake's nominated so Kendrick Drake. is nominated no. well done BET I'm actually happy <laughs> one year that he's not no. like it's actually because nice I thought I said it before Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar every award show they yeah. are just guaranteed to, to be there somewhere yeah. just mm. because of who they are and I love both of them I love both of them but Oh my God, Kendrick's not here wow, at all. Wow, wow. Kendrick's right. not present at all. Mad. Let's go to the next category. Wow. Who do you think's winning though? Drake. It's gotta be Nipsey. It's Nipsey I, I Drake, want it to be Nipsey. I want it. Mm. They're gonna give it to him. It's gotta be Nipsey. I it's want them to tribute it to Nipsey, whoever yeah. wins. No, but whoever wins is gonna do that anyway. Yeah. Gonna whoever wins that. is yeah. gonna say this is for Nipsey. Because even if Drake wins, he would definitely be there. Because he yeah. would do it to do tribute to him. Yeah, he has. It's like Drake doesn't go to the BT. No, nah, he will go if it's if has he knows Drake, he's gonna win. Has Drake ever been to the BT Awards? I feel I like Drake's been. He has been. He, he has, has been. been. Yeah, I feel like early, early well. on. Yeah, he's Drake been. has not been for a, for a good six years. Um, <laughs> I think if Drake wins, he's gonna do the marathon continue speech. Like he's yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the first like yawn black music award show since he's definite. Nipsey. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it it will be yeah. Can we call the BET black? Well, yes. what stands for black? black? Why yeah. can't we call it black? <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, is it it's got black entertainment? So no, but <laughs> it's just not owned by black people anymore. So yeah, it's like, no, can I we call it? Okay, but it, it everyone that's not made it is black. 
No, but there was one year they that did Eminem. the Eminem thing or something. And it was Eminem at one. No, but Eminem is one of those people that the culture gives credence to. And you're all giving me faces now because now it's cool to hate Eminem and make fun of him and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Eminem. Oh, no, he got bars. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No one's judging that. No one said that. Yeah. He's still white, though. He's still white. Yeah. So the anyway, one. next. Anyway, um, yeah, I think Meek Mill had a good year too. He, his winning, comeback yeah. was great. He's not winning. But um, best female hip hop artist award, which Cardi was discussed B. in the car. Cardi, Cardi B, B, Cash Doll, Cardi Lizzo, Megan. Cash Doll. Yeah, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma. Why is Cash Doll there? Why? She released a song. Why is Remy there? Yeah, Remy don't need to be there. No impact. The song's dropped. The shop I mentioned in the car flopped. <laughs> Not in there. <laughs> so, like, really and truly. One thing I'm going to say about Cash Doll, though, her network game is sick. She's, like, networked with Jake, the um, okay, Carter. Okay, but where's she on the charts? All that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, but I'm saying where's in terms of Billboard? DJ Khaled, she's open for all where's of them. Where's she on so, radio? No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, I'm saying, did I say networking? I said networking. So, yeah, her and networking game is Should a network breed? It breeds. Chart dominance. <laughs> Performing for all of those artist shows, pre-shows, Pre- Beyonce. Exactly. No, before they came out, warming the crowd up. So that's good networking. Performing yeah. before Beyonce, Drake, and um, who was the last one I said? Um, DJ Khaled. It's great, great exposure. Top dogs in the game. But yeah, chart quiet. <laughs> like Megan, she has a problem with finding her sound. So we'll wait, wait on that. But um, Cardi will win this. Cardi's gonna yeah. win. Yeah, Cardi will win. Yeah, they Cardi's won't give it to Nicki. And if Nicki is there, they're gonna show her face when Cardi wins. Yeah, Nikki I don't think Nicki will turn up. I don't think no, they will. No, she's not going because of the thing. Oh, oh yeah, she's not, she's not gonna be there. Oh, Nicki yeah. ain't coming. So they already won't wake give up. it to her. Yeah, they know she won't. I feel like they'll know. It's it's kind of embarrassing themselves if they give it to her because they're kind of like she's not. She won't give a fuck anyway. They'll give it to Cardi. And regardless, Cardi is the most deserving Good to win. Mm. So, video of the year, Twenty One Savage, a lot featuring J Cole, deserving in my opinion. Cardi B, Money, Cardi B, and Br- what? Cardi B and Bruno Mars, please me. Please Childish me. Gambino, This Is America, Drake, Nice for What? The car is ape shit. Uh, it's gonna be Childish Gambino. It's gonna be Drake or Childish Gambino. The Nice for What video was good though. I'm not gonna it, lie, it was good in my opinion. I reckon it's gonna be This Is America. Yeah. And I liked a lot too. Yeah, from and the director. Yeah. Ape video. shit was an amazing video. The song not so much, but I love the video. You like mm. the video. Not so much the song, but fair. No, these so. are good choices, to be honest. Yeah. Except for Please Me. I don't know why that's there. Awful. I can't even remember the video. <laughs> awful. <laughs> like, what was the original about, like, this awful? Like, what? I feel like it's just, like, really awful. Just, like yeah, Everything about that song just was wrong. Yeah. Cringe. Like, from I heard that song, I was like, Bruno, you don't need to be doing this. Like, I just, can like, we just discuss um, Bruno's fake Jerry Cole and moustache that he had? Okay, that's when I started to see the comments about, um, Je- what's it? What they oh, say? you, you want to see it? You, Culture you, Vulture. You see it now. Okay. No, but no, but I didn't agree with the point before. Cool. I just, but you start to see. Okay. No, but the Jerry Cole is cool. is proof of that. Okay. But the whole music thing, I don't agree with. Interesting. M- me and Nick had a, an in depth discussion about this on WhatsApp. Like about what Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars? Oh, like last year. Oh. What we, we came can to we, common can ground. We break, can we just have a real episode about? Can we? Let's we do came to episode. common ground. I, I forgot what was the common. No, but ground. I agree with Nick. Let's have an episode where we talk about. No, I'm just gonna say this point. This is what all. was the common ground. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on, go on. In terms of actual music, no, it's not cultural appropriate because it's clearly throughout his entire career shown respect to those mm. older R and B artists. But I feel the way he presents his music, his imagery. Oh, his I remember music, this now. Yeah, that is very caricaturist and 
Sorry, problematic. So like in terms of the actual Unintentional. music. Yeah. So in terms of the actual music, no, because it's very clear that Bruno's inspired by these artists and he's said it, but even- And as an artist. Yeah. And even me as someone, I'm a Bruno Mars fan. I do look at like his videos. I was like, you could have done, you could have done this exact same song, but just being you. Yeah. <laughs> and even been like you. when he started off, I think it was the finesse video, I want to say. Like that's when I was kind of like- what's actually happening here like what, what are we doing here like what's actually going and on even the there's, video there's the video. one song on the album which I can't remember what it's called now it's the one song I don't like on 24, 24 Carat yeah. there was one song on the album which I just don't like and that song even the song is very much like I'm gonna be a fake super fly black exploitation negro like yeah come on it's just like is I just it think it, is it calling all my lovelies is there no. straight but, up and down I love no the corny Those angle songs is are there great. you know but there was one song in there I think it's called I think it's called Perm. So even that, yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. it's, Get yeah. Get out of town, brother. Get out yeah. of town. Like, it's just like, you, know you just mean? watched every black exploitation movie, watched any black f- person from the 70s. It was like- 70s films. And I'm just gonna put yeah, this in a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. that's when I was like- so You see it. Musically, no, obviously not, but- Presentation. The presentation can be very, very, very cringy and very- Toe in the line a yeah. bit too much. Yeah, exactly. Too much. But let's go on to the next category because um, we're out time. But yeah, who did you- what did you who did you guys say would win the video this is America did Drake or Drake or Charles yeah. cool video director of the year so we've got Benny Boom do we know who these people are though realistically <laughs> do you let's respect <laughs> maybe we should, we should leave it out <laughs> I, I know <laughs> them I know, I know some of them too I, but like, I don't know what they're doing <laughs> I know four out of five <laughs> I know four out <laughs> should, should, should we leave it out but let's respect <laughs> I know the videography I know Benny Boom I know Benny Boom so do I obviously Hype Williams we all come on now Dave Myers no that Colin um, Tilly no is um Daps on there yeah is he on that no he he's play. not is no. who Daps is the UK one that does all Amigos and he, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like, um, UK guy yeah and Karina Evans who I'm not I think I know she that did. name Drake one of Drake's I feel like she did the last year she did what? one of Drake yeah, like, yeah, was. Yeah. Adam, she's yeah, young yeah, isn't yeah, she yeah, and she did yeah. something she did something else as well yeah so she's on the rise I feel like yeah. and like being I think up. she did one of Jay-Z's videos from yeah. the last album as well oh, okay. yes yeah, yeah I can't remember which yeah, one yeah, she did yeah. but she did one of those videos no she's definitely on the rise um okay. I don't think the actually let me not because yeah I don't know all the videos of the year mm. but um, best new artist okay so we've got City Girls Juice World, Little Baby Queen Niger and um, Blueface who we spoke about earlier Queen Niger wait, wait say them again I don't really care any of these sorry people. Blueface City Girls Juice World, who had a great debut actually this year on the billboard in terms of numbers um, Little Baby Queen Niger I don't care any of these people so I don't know how that Queen Niger don't you look, I, know Queen I don't Niger. care for Queen Niger oh, oh okay. she, she definitely ain't winning so yeah she ain't, she ain't. Baby on board, yeah. I've just said she can sing. Her music is very basic. Was it Blueface? So Blueface, City Girls, Juice World, Little Baby, and um Queen Niger. Okay, sales wise, Juice World. Juice World had above all of them. Like he was even in top three in the UK or something. Yeah, right. Like he was. I was like, huh? And he and he had good pure sales too. Yeah, like he's different level sales wise, but any of them. Because it's BET Awards and for the any of them apart from Queen Niger. I feel like um City Girls might get this. I feel like if they win anything, it could be this. Yeah, one. yeah. If they win and anything, it could be this. All, all of them have had some type of. Blueface had thing. one song. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's all it takes. Is the new impact. Yeah, they could it's give a song for impact. Oh, I was going yeah. to ask where LMA isn't in there, but she ain't really. No, that was last year. She ain't. Yeah. Really. Um, but yeah, Eden. 
don't know. I don't. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> best international act. Um, uh, this one give me a joke, you know, because so there's for we don't care about this. This is group. So there's together. a lot going <laughs> on. We have two Remember, it was UK and it was thing before, but now it's just bam. There's no, some, they, no, they have two. Just to say, oh, there's new and yeah. international. There's, there's a UK. Yeah, there's one. But out. before it used to be UK. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, just disclaimer, there's some names in here that I cannot pronounce. Um, AKA South Africa, um, Aya Nakamura, Nakamura France, Burner yeah. Boy Nigeria, Dave UK, Dose France, Gigs UK, Mr. Easy Nigeria. Oh, Dave. Give it to Burner Boy or Dave. Yeah, Burner Boy's got this. What's that, the international one, not the new one? It's best international act. Mm. I guess I can't judge because I don't know the impact levels in terms is, of like the other it, countries. Aina Kimura, she's been killing it. Killing it. Her the name, yeah. definitely her Even her name. songs, yeah, crossing over like in um, Manchester, they're playing bare. Like a lot mm. of um, the French music is... Yeah, Aina Kimura, she's had a, the, a, um, a huge football year. team's influence or something, but mm. like a lot of people... Yeah, I, I don't want to give, I don't want to say anything because, but, um, because the category what, what is What was I going like, to say? With that category, is it voted for by... People, no, the I next one's voted for people by people. Best okay. new international this, act. This one, I don't know, but I, I, know, I really can't. I don't want to do that because I don't yeah. know the other countries' impacts. But I know when it's the new international one, that that it's going to be a, it's going to be an African artist. Pardon? Without question, do you when think? It's the new, without question, okay. when, it's, um, when it's a new one. Mm. So, the moving on, do you, yeah. do you guys have any more thoughts on this? I was going to say Burner Boy. Burner Boy or Dave. Okay. Um, best new international act, fan voted category. Yeah. Heady One, UK, uh, Joe Joker, um, France, Nesli, France, Octavian, UK, Show, Show Majosi, um, Africa, Nick. and. Nick. She's South African. Africa, it's just said Africa. Is that what they said? And Has she got purple braids or something? I'll Google it in a minute. Yeah. And Teniola Aparta, Africa. As well, so there's two. Oh, African. they only say Africa, they don't say the country. Yeah, oh. so bad. Rough. See, that's so bad. France, UK, I forgot. And BT. See, this is my point. Fra- from that, yeah, it's a hundred percent. No, but African Americans are ignorant to Africans anyway. So. Hey, I'm, I'm. But to be honest, it's, to be honest, it's <laughs> a hot watching team there. But, okay, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm to half be fair, that, you know, this <laughs> is complex. This article, so they could have, I guess, googled and like found out where. No, but they do actually list it like that. I remember. Oh, it's, okay. It's done like UK and France. Yeah. African like, Americans then there is a video on the grapevine hey, I'm sorry <laughs> watch but, it here but there is a video on the grapevine about this about what African Americans versus Africans oh yeah, yeah I don't know but, but I don't think it's that though it's, like, it's in terms definitely going to be an African artist when it's voted because the reason I know that is you know BT International is yeah. actually BT Africa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, mm. and there's a lot more viewers in that sense for it. It means a lot more Vibes. to them because, like, in the UK, we don't give a crap about BT. It's mm. just some random shows, like all shown at random times. We won't know to vote. Yeah, it won't even be that. So, point, like, actually. it means a bit more there. So, it would definitely be one of the African artists. It might be because if it's that one from South Africa, who I think it is. She might have a good chance. The mm. one with the purple braids. I'm sure it's her. Fair. Um, um, I'll Google it. But um, Yeah, because it would either be them or a French ones because the French ones tend to be more connected with the French African countries. Mm. I find than the English ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah, they've yeah. got that going for them as well. And France is a big ass market, you know. 
Like a lot of people don't realize it. Like mm-hmm. even a lot. Oh of yeah, the, France is a big. Yeah, music trust market. me. You know, like yeah. how we've got like our UK acts now working with like American acts. That Regin, the French have been doing it for time. Oh yeah, especially Sounds the like Latin French American rappers. too. They're on trust there. Trust me, they're that hopping as well, yeah. on. Calm. Yeah, like it's cool. But um, yeah, I think that category is. I'm gonna give it to Tiniola. She's had a big year this last year. She's done some big things. I'm not really a fan of her music, but I've seen a lot of her and heard a lot about her. Um, I, I think the next, the last one, or the last two for music are album of the year. So we've got um, Astro World Championships, uh, Meek Mill, LMA, LMA, Everything Is Love, um, Invasion of Privacy. Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> I think Astro World has a shot. Mm. Personally, it's either Invasion of Piracy or Astro World. Yeah, agree. Or Everything Is Love. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. I hope uh, they don't do that. Nah, if Beyonce awful. hasn't, nah, if nah, they nah, actually give it. Really I, don't, I don't think Beyonce will get much, you know, because I think they this is their apology. Like, I think this will be their apology to mm. her. To be it's honest. not apology because she would have been nominated anyway. That's this is my thing. Mm. That's really that awful. Album, if they that give album would have been nominated regardless because, like I said. Beyonce, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar were about 20 this year. They will always be nominated but, to be But at the same time as well, with Cardi B, BT are going to be kissing her bum Who? because of Lost Nikki. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. like, without it's question. Not, it's not like be, kissing her ass though, because, but if we're being No, she, she does deserve she, it. She does but deserve I mean, it. Like they're going to be like proper mm. on Cardi B I, now. I, I, think, I think she actually has the most nominations this year. She um, does. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nikki's never had before. So look at that. Yeah. Um, mm. No Ganja Burns nominated. Mm. Why is that always the good? <laughs> to be honest, she shouldn't have, and should, either should everything is love, to be fair. But our BET Awards done. That's it, music-wise. Cool. All right, guys, that's the end of part one. We have an interview coming out with Smooth Fuego next week, so look out for that. And that is all. Thanks. Thanks.